0: Everything from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS-powered two buggies on stickies. This is the Total Off-Road Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Mike. I'm Derek. And this is episode 103.
1: You said the number. I did. I'm not going <laughs> to claim that you didn't say the number. I did. <laughs> or didn't. Or didn't say the intro right. Saying,
0: <laughs> you guys should hear. So right, just right out of the gate here. Uh, today... Is the two year anniversary of my very first edit of the podcast where I edited my first, my very first one. And you should hear how it sounded because it was not that intro. It was like everything from, it was, and there was something about like. Buggy like two, it wasn't two buggies though. Steve, like are rock you gonna bouncers in the woods. I'm working on it. Okay. I just want to
2: know what it was. <laughs> See, I thought you, was, when uh, you said it before. I thought you were saying that it was the first uh, like full episode that you guys did, which had it, this. I think, nah. it,
0: I think it was the first full episode, but nobody ever heard it except for Mike, Ian, and I. Right.
2: And I'm actually, I'm actually thinking about putting
0: it on the Patreon.
1: Yeah, you said that a while ago. Actually, I think
0: in I one did, of the and I didn't do it. Yep. Um, where did it go? But I the way it was recorded,
1: anyway. was just, was it just on someone's phone or something? Like, we're all just in the garage. Like, nobody had a dedicated mic or anything. Right. Right. So I'm sure that sound quality couldn't have been great. Uh, it wasn't. Did you find it?
0: If you like everything from overlanding, camping, recovery, rock bouncing, or just going four-wheeling in the woods, you're in the right place because this is the Total Off-Road Podcast. I'm your host, Steve, and joining me in the studio as always, my man, Off-Road Ian. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sounded like a little a, baby. It wasn't bad. <laughs>
0: Looked like a little baby. <laughs> <laughs> that was 2017. Um Little Baby Steve trying to you know what? A I out of So you know cute. I was just thinking about I was just thinking that. Uh, I actually should have that file on this computer. So if I can find that file, I will put that little intro snippet in there. You should. Yeah. So we're not listening to it through the phone.
3: Oh, that would be, better. Yeah, that that would be, be much awesome. Better. Yeah.
0: I should have that saved somewhere on some hard drive, obviously. So if I can find it, I will look tonight, see if I can find it. And if I can, I will actually edit it directly into the podcast. But I thought it was so cool. I was like, listen to that on my, that was on Snapchat. That was just a, you know, recording of the computer screen to me editing and i was sending out sending it out to a couple people and i was like that's so awesome
2: it's pretty good It was neat you still have it a,
0: to wheel to wheeling in the woods
2: <laughs> it was a little belabored like, yeah. that's all i think it i was, think you perfected it oh uh, gotta admit
3: yeah
1: it's anyway. funny that we think that the two extremes are uh like a two buggy and (laughs) ciggies. are those the two extremes i don't know mall crawling isn't in there should be like everything from mall crawling uh, to like a a blown like 800 (laughs) cubic inch like truck going up a 90 degree grade like at 800 miles an hour you know like you got to get like the the full spectrum here (laughs) because i feel like overlandings overlanding can be kind of extreme and a full-on LS-powered two-bucky on stickies can be not that extreme,
0: right? I feel like overlanding gets a gets a very tame rap. It,
3: and does. it usually you know,
0: is because a lot of people like because there there are people that just overland in, in very very minimal uh, vehicles in, in terms of like tire size and stuff like that. But like you watch them on some of the guys that are a little more extreme with their overlanding, they do some pretty hard trails that require a lot of effort to get around because their rigs are so small.
1: Yeah, I would say I agree with that. Things that we would
0: just crawl over and just go right on by. They actually have to work for. It's not an
1: obstacle for us. Yes, yeah. yes.
0: It's much more. It's like, man, that's actually kind of like brilliant.
1: A guy I used to work with lifted his Sequoia he had had me put some tires on it. Actually, not that long ago, like some 31, 32 inch general mm-hmm. grabbers. And I think it has maybe a two inch lift kit. And he just went and like some overlanding. And I yeah. think it was literally mo- more or less just like trail riding. But yeah. Like they went like through a creek and they were like, wow. And it's like, literally, guys, it's like six inches deep. Shut up, <laughs> like, <laughs> Mike, we used to be yeah. like that. It was off-road. I know, I know it was but still, it was off-road. Yep. And that's more fun than being on-road. Yep. That's true. And so it was, yeah. it's funny because like, you're like, he's having a great time. but You look at it and you're like,
0: meh. Yeah. Well, but like that, a uh, little bit of foreshadowing, that right there is what lands you in the situation that Derek landed in this weekend because what? you keep pushing the limits Oh, you keep just pushing keep, the limits. Just keep pushing the limits <laughs>
3: man.
0: you just keep pushing it. And, you know, the little stuff doesn't look big anymore. And if you don't like when, when is, when do you stop?
1: Yeah. What is the limit? What is
0: the limit? I don't know.
1: It depends on how you want to build your rig or exactly. how crazy you want to get. Yep. It's just about how crazy you want to get in general. It's, not, right. it's your rig. It's your mindset. It's everything.
0: A guy would be smart to pick a number, like to pick uh, a limit, like what, this, what, this, this, this is the limit. Huh?
1: What What? what limit, know. though? Just pick one. Just so pick one. The limit is seven. Damn seven. it, <laughs> I got both you fuckers trained. <laughs> I disagree because if my seven, my seven must be different than Derek's seven. Yeah. Either that right. or my limit is actually six.
0: But that's the thing. A, a guy <laughs> would be smart to actually limit himself. Like you, you were opposed to going to a 40-inch tire.
1: That's true. I don't when, want to go that Right.
0: Big. Yeah. And so, see, you've picked a bit of a limit. Kind of, like yeah. You've limi- limited yourself to your tire size and therefore... Other things will be limitations. Like you won't try certain obstacles that are not suited for your rig. That's true. That's whereas true. whereas some people <clears> that don't have limits. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> who? Who? <are> you <laughs> you side eye Steve. <laughs> that, that don't have. Yeah. I know the uh, some people that don't have limits will just keep pushing the rig. And then when something breaks or doesn't work, they just go fix that. They just go, you know, okay, well, that needs upgraded because I couldn't do what I was trying to do.
1: And don't get me wrong, I think that everybody kind of goes through that. I know I do. Like, right. Snow Day, like, I always said, like I'm a casual wheeler and I'm just here to have fun and I don't give a shit about yep. trying big shit or whatever. I'm literally just here to like hang out off road. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, I'm like, well, I guess I'll just shorten my wheelbase. Well, I guess I'll just get some bead locks and I <laughs> guess i get some stickier tires. I guess maybe I'll get a trailer. Maybe I'll get a trailer and maybe I'll weld both the front and rear axles. Like, and then, of course, now I'm at the stage where it's like, well, maybe I need a roll cage.
3: <laughs> I mean, that's not a. So, it's not
2: going to improve the performance of the truck. It's just it is. Yeah, the Same. hell it, it isn't.
1: Might, might improve the performance of the driver. It'll pr- improve the performance of the driver yeah. when you know that if you roll, it's okay. Then you might uh, try yeah. a little harder. It's gonna be a little. It's gonna be. Little, it's gonna be okay. I think. It's gonna be okay-ish. Yeah, that's
2: better true. than I what mean, it would th- be. Th- that's a good point because there are lines like that. That line in the that climb in the bad in the quarry that I did this weekend. Uh-huh. I don't think I would have done that. I would have put tires on it and then be like, "Yeah, I don't want to do this." If I didn't have a roll cage,
3: yeah, I would have backed off oh, for sure. Because
2: because I tried yep. it like I don't know many times and then finally mm-hmm. had to give it a lot of w- momentum and it was a scary mm-hmm. bounce, but it made it. You know, <laughs> I would, which obstacle I'm was pretty that? sure somebody nobody got that on video. The one that you and Bray both tried and you just oh you made it up it. Yeah, man. I must, have been
0: underneath, I must have been underneath Groey's truck. Probably. Yeah, we were, we were screwing around because I was... I, because Growy I was, was watching you.
2: Groey came on the radio and he was like, hey, shit's kaboomed. um, <laughs> And so I was <laughs> like, do you happened. need help? And no no response. So we like me- meandered over there. And there were like 20 people surrounding And I'm like, that's too many cooks in the kitchen. I'm going to just go fuck around, you know?
0: Yeah. So that's pretty... I didn't know you made up that. So that's... uh, I can't describe that obstacle. It doesn't have a name. So... It's directly, what is that west of the t- of the stair step?
2: Yeah. So if you're if you're yeah, that's a good. That's if you're a good, sitting. Yeah, the if stair you're, step. If you're
0: yep. So if you're if looking you at the, on the if you're step, looking
2: in from the quarry or you're in the quarry at the back, you're, looking, you're at looking at the, at the wall. giant wall in front of you, and you're at the stair step. It's you're at your nine o'clock.
0: Yep, you just look directly to and your left, and
2: there's just there's, a straight
0: up, kind of a straight up wall there.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yep. Oh, Derek, is, is that the first time you made it up that? Yep. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! It's I've that's gotten a, really it's kinda, close many times, yeah. but there's just like oh, yeah, you, you just have to have. Well, and I think the lower tire pressure Big is helping. Balls. Big balls. Well, I think the lower tire pressure is helping too, because <laughs> seat time. Because the yeah, the last time the last time we were at the badlands, I tried it and I was giving it a lot of pows and it wasn't doing it, and so I was I don't know three or four psi less this time.
1: What is it, low psi for an eight thousand pound
2: rig? <laughs> um <laughs> How long we more. got, because I got a long story about this.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> I, um, used, I used to run I, 14 in the front because they're less likely to, like, un- or they're more likely to unseat because they turn. And yeah. then I'd run 10 in the back on the H2s. And now I'm running, when I was at Harlan, I ran eight front and rear. But it had sat overnight before I aired it down. And this time at the Badlands, I put eight and a half in them. But I had just driven there, so they were warm. And so I think oh. by the time everything cooled off, I was actually at, like, six.
0: <laughs> nice. Oh, that's where it should be. That's Which, why. The, no, I think yeah. it
2: was a little too low. I was, I was starting to run out of like control. I think seven's probably the sweet spot. Oh, really?
0: You're running out of control? The like tire was rolling under itself?
2: Wrinkling all sorts and not mm-hmm. like in a good way because you start to like slide off of stuff more. Or at least that's, that's what so it felt wild. like.
0: wild. I run five PSI all the way around on both sets of tires. It makes It
2: That makes sense though. I mean, like, let's think yeah. about it. If you run one PSI per thousand pounds of vehicle... We're we're in the ballpark, right? At eight for me.
0: Yeah. So you should probably run
2: 10. I don't think I'm that heavy yet. Actually, this trip, (laughs) I was lighter. I took everyone's (laughs) advice. I took all my spare axle shafts out and drive shafts. Too bad you didn't weigh it on the way. Uh, It would have taken so much. I mean, I was up at 430 already. I would have had to leave earlier. Oh, no, I get it. I get it.
0: You wouldn't have
1: been able to find the scale in the fog. Say so, that.
0: Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> that's true. I forgot
2: about the fog. That was gnarly. I don't
0: know. It, sa- it says I'm right on top of it, but I can't see it.
3: <laughs> He's all on the scale.
2: Can't see the numbers.
0: Oh, that's actually possible where he was in some of his situations. Right. That could have been a case. Um, but anyway, uh, real quick before we get into everything else, I want to give a shout out, a quick shout out to Josh Hewitt from the tradesman experience podcast. I know a few of you guys listen to the tradesman experience podcast. And if you do, you know, he's always talking about how he's such a good HVAC tech. You know, he was, it was his favorite thing to do and he could solve any problems. And, uh, you know, he's just good at what he does. And that's what he used to do. He doesn't do it anymore. And so the other day when the furnace went out here in the shop, I called him and I was like, I have a challenge for you. And he's like, what's that? And I was like, my furnace is out in the shop and I need you to diag it over the phone.
1: Wow, that is a challenge.
0: <laughs> and he's like, okay, I'll call you when I get on the road. Well, I never heard from him. And then like nine o'clock at night, he was, he called me or he texted me. He's like, dude, I'm so sorry. I got caught up in some stuff and I didn't get to text you or didn't get to call you. I was like, no problem. I'm at home anyway. And so today I got here to the shop and the furnace is still not fixed. It's been like a week now. It's pretty chilly. I had my jacket on in here and it was still cool. And so I called him. I was like, hey, are you busy? He's like, well, you know, always doing something. And I was like, have you got a minute to try to diag this over the phone? And he's like, yeah, yeah. So we started kind of messing with it. He's like, you're going to need a multimeter. Do you have one? I was like, not in the shop. He's like, okay. So I ran to Walmart, got a multimeter, came back. I sent him a few pictures of the furnace and we just kind of did a little walk around real quick on it. And he's like, yeah, you're going to need to check these things. Okay. So ran to Walmart, got a multimeter, came back, called him back, talked to him, checked all the numbers. He's like, well, everything says it seems like it's in good working order. He's like, what do I, why it's not firing up? And I was like, I don't know. And he was like, well, you could. He said, I think it's that relay. Probably it could be could be that relay. He's like, can you bypass that by jumping these two wires? I'm like, "Okay," And we started talking. I was like, well, the one wire goes from here over to this thing. And he's like, oh, I didn't see that in the picture. And I was like, yeah, I don't know if I got that in the picture. He's like, oh, it goes to that thing. I was like, yeah. And then it goes from there. And he goes, does that go down to the to the gas valve from that thing? And I was like, no, it goes to this other little sensor here. And then to it, he's like... To the doodad. Yeah, to the get to the well, the well, gas valve that opens up to allow the gas. And so it, there's a couple of bypasses and all that stuff. in there, like like fail safes or whatever, um, sensors. And I told him, I was like, it has this sensor here. And it looks like this. And he's like, wait, does that have a button on top of it? And I was like, matter of fact, it looks like it may. It's all dusty and shit inside, inside the furnace. And he's like, push that button. It's a little red button. I just thought it was part of the sensor at first. And I think nothing of it. As soon as he said button, I was like, I think it is a button. I pushed it down, and the fucker fired up instantly. He goes, fixed. Wow. And is so it like it's a, a flame breaker or something? No. Well, it's a, it's like a circuit breaker, but it's a sensor, and it is a, um, what do you call it, a, a flame rollout sensor. So what it is is if it fires up and the flame comes out of that uh, cover that it's under, then that sensor trips, and then it shuts it down because the flames are not supposed to come out there.
1: Right. <laughs> so it won't set your building on fire or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: So now
3: the
2: and building so is on fire, was, and you guys are warm. <laughs> there's a real woman here that's a lot better than what it was exactly
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so anyway yeah he died that over the phone and and because i was we were talking about it before i before i mentioned that whole sensor deal we were talking about it, and i was like i was really hoping this was something you could fix over the phone so i could have heat tonight and he's like yeah sorry i can't and then we started talking about that whole sensor deal and was like oh he's like, a yep so maybe Steve he is as the good button. as he says he is I pushed the button and I fixed it. So now I know I know more how to break things on the furnaces.
2: So the moral of the story is when in doubt, push the button.
0: The moral of the story the is red not at that it's not what you know. It's who, you know,
2: oh, That's yeah, actually the That's
0: real the moral. moral
1: of the story. That's the real moral of the story. The reason my furnace don't... works at home is the same reason. I yep. called a buddy and I was like, what's wrong with it? Di- <laughs> Diagnosis <the> over <laughs> the
2: phone. <laughs> uh
1: huh. Same thing.
2: Mike, Mike, don't you love it when you have to diagnose vehicles over the phone? That is so yeah. much harder.
1: I mean, that's not okay, like yeah. If someone's like, hey, my Toyota is doing this and it's this like made it's from two thousand like four to present, I'm like, <laughs> I can probably just diagnose it over the phone. People like, <laughs> I got this nineteen eighty anything, and I'm like, I dude, I started working there and I'm like oh <laughs> four, I have no idea. Like problem. people don't bring me their ancient cars. Fueled the part real problem. battery that's right.
0: yeah. <laughs> the real problem with diagnosing cars over the phone is it's always some noise oh the noise is the worst my car makes this noise well, okay what kind of noise is it it's like a grinding noise but you have no okay it's what,
3: like <laughs> yeah, yeah but that's yeah they'll tell you it's that noise
0: but it's actually right, your brakes exactly so, you know, yeah like, you, you can't do I, noises i don't know it makes this noise and like they try to replicate it of course and you're just like what no I don't, what i have to come to you
1: yeah Yes. And when it's a noise, it's always hard. <laughs> when I know the code, I'm like, it's probably this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you know the code, that's a little easier. Uh so anyway, yeah, thanks, Josh. I really like am unbelievably grateful. Mike is grateful. He's sitting here in a t shirt.
1: That's right. It's warm. It's toasty. It's, we're
0: not in jack. We were gonna be in coats, I promise you. Well, I did get a heater. Um, in case like a we space had to heater? go that route. No, I mean, it's a I little pretty guess. Legit heater, it's like a little radiator. It's a, it's a radiant
2: heat. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a radiator. But it's, it's like a fifteen underwater. Radiator. Yeah, yep. yeah
0: it'll it would make this room very hot and very quickly
2: yeah especially if you had the door closed yeah because mm-hmm. this
0: room is only eight by 12 yeah <laughs> that 1500 watt heater would smoke it it would be we'd be cooking 80 in here by the time we got done
1: can we put a liberty in this room mm-hmm. is it like no. eight by 12 nope. nope
0: nope well it's not I eight think, obviously I think, the liberty, like... I think the liberty is 14 13 or 14 feet oh, no, with no, the spare time if you put it spare in
2: tire pieces it would fit in there
1: oh yeah more salsa if we, if if we, we put it into one of those machines that turns vehicle into a little square block. Oh, yeah. Through the door. <laughs> through the door. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be really rally. convenient. Oh, yeah. It would, it would weigh a few thousand pounds, but <laughs> <laughs> can we put a Liberty in this room? I just thinking Could like, you what, imagine? Can you, what if you were sitting in the driver's seat, I'm sitting in the passenger seat. We yes. got our mics and like we can recline the seats. We just podcast from a Liberty. The All windshield right. is a screen and we can look at Derek. It's like we're running him know, over constantly. Hold, hold oh, my God. That'd you, be so
0: great. <laughs> do you know how easy it would be to cut a Liberty in half? And then just like put it in here, so like the hood and all that stuff's in here, and oh, just yeah. like we're sitting in the seats and like a yeah. windshield.
2: I mean, <laughs> we already
1: got a roof. <laughs> we already got a roof laying around, right? Or did you already scrap that thing? No, the roof's still laying around.
0: We oh, got that, yeah.
2: You don't need a roof. I, we wouldn't be. You wouldn't be able to see the roof. It has to be a convertible Liberty, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Oh. T- Too bad don't, you don't that have, would have be one of those.
0: Get, that would be easier to get into, and in that's room, true. Because be. the doors won't open.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, the doors don't because the body's caving in on itself, right, Steve? <laughs> no probably not because of the
0: walls i'm saying the walls
1: <laughs> oh the walls
3: in a no, little bit but like they won't <laughs> open like this
2: far, doorless. you
0: know
1: yeah
0: it would have to be a doorless liberty in oh, here yeah. that would be so awesome though that'd be dope people would be people would be very confused it would
2: have to be a video podcast
0: if ever we build an actual studio we may have to do something stupid like that
2: yeah just
1: podcast from- do we
0: do a liberty or do we do obs
1: Oh, I like OBS better. But OBS wouldn't fit in <laughs> here as easy though.
0: Liberty's smaller. Oh, if we build a new shop with a new studio.
1: Okay, different OB- story. OBS podcast machine Derek's studio. Eyes,
0: Derek's eyes just lit up like how much money are you guys making?
1: Yeah. <laughs> tens of Tens of tens.
0: dollars. I was say, <laughs> tens of dollars. I mean OBS's and
2: Liberties aren't that expensive. So like it's probably cheaper than this poker table that you want to buy, Steve
0: uh yeah you probably well, yeah by the time you get all in here probably <laughs>
2: here's what you need you, to, you need an obs suburban and the captain <laughs> chairs that spin around like the old vans so that when you have Ooh. guests they sit in the back uh captain chairs and you get to face each other
1: oh my god Cameras. obs suburban limousine hell yeah! like Sheet. tons of lighting
0: inside of it so it's like all lit up like a studio And there's a
1: wet bar obviously oh obviously <laughs>
0: you spin around to the wet bar i kind of would like to put a bar i'm not on a wet bar in here but a dry bar would be nice there
1: should just be a bar in here in general. There should be. Even I'm, I'd settle for a mini fridge.
0: Yes. I was actually looking at one today It was 329. I was like, ah.
1: 329. Oh, it's got a glass front. Yeah. 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 we have to be able to size. see our
0: beers ahead yeah. of
2: time. Yep. Does it does it have a light cool. on the inside when they have a glass it probably front? It does. I don't know. If L- it doesn't, LED. it's gonna
0: <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be hard to rig one up, I tell you that. That's true. Uh but it needs to be in the wall.
1: It's still like, possible.
0: See, I want a half size one. I don't want like a full a full height one like what you have at home.
1: Or like oh what, yeah, we like don't
0: want
2: the freezer in there too. Like what Ian had, like that's that a one. good
1: size. Yeah, it was good size. But like I
0: like don't a really white, need like one that big. Like an under
2: cabinet wine cellar, but colder.
0: Yeah, it, yeah. Didn't, it didn't necessarily need
1: to be colder, depending on the beer that's in there. We can keep the shitty beer up in the beer fridge. Hey, speaking of beer, oh, we should I'm trying the bit to open this we'll thing. Open the thing up. I'm going to. I'm going to do it since right we're talking beer in beers. the. Oh, that was a good pop. That was a good pop. Ah, not as good as Steve's, though. Steve always has that pop. Hold on, I can't He's get by. At at Here it. we go. Ready?
0: Derek.
1: I think ah, yours is better nice. than mine. Steve's got it down somehow. I don't know. It's right in
0: the front of the microphone.
1: I just need to like literally pour the beer into the microphone. Is this
0: the wrong beer to be pouring into a snifter?
1: That's fine. Probably. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's a beer. You pour beer in a glass. a so container in a glass. We are uh, drinking I did a shitty pour. Yeah, me too.
2: Actually, some backstory oh, on this beer. So Off Color Blue, Off Color Brewing is a Chicago brewery, actually pretty close to my house, mm. and I went there on my birthday this year. And they've been a favorite of mine for a long time, but now they're Ooh. super favorite. And it is a Belgian style <laughs> ale mix fermented with white wine yeast. It is 6% ABV. And I'll let you guys describe the rest because I'm itching to taste it.
0: I'm trying to decide if it's the oat malt that I'm picking up or if it's vanilla.
1: It's probably the spelt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? It probably is. What? It's probably the nugget hops. The nugget hops. nugget hops. I'm not oh even kidding. The first hop. <laughs> Listen on <to> this <laughs> can is nugget. I'm getting a hint Nug of life. McDonald's chicken nuggets. <laughs> <The> nugget. <laughs> Nug life.
2: I think Dude, it is fire. I think It is the old malt oat malt that you're getting, Steve. That's kind of sweet. Yeah.
0: I
1: don't oh know it's what got a little haze to it. I think it's unfiltered. You just gotta oh yeah, dump the haze in there. Oh yeah, there that's it is. It's very
0: interesting. Oh, did you get some the you bottom has a to dump up? the
1: chunks in. I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna swirl mine for a bit to get that all loosened up in there. Um it says like on the side of it has a breakdown as malts and hops, and malts are pills, Vienna, oat, malt, and spelt, and then hops are Nugget, sterling and racal? Ra- yeah, Raquel. I don't know what that's racal? And then secret yeast blend, we can't tell you what the fuck it is, so don't even ask. I'm Think gonna so. try. I'm gonna
2: try. Here we go. Traditional <laughs> Belgian style ale with Torula Spora del Bruecchi. Sure. That's so I'm pretty bruecki. sure that's, that's not how it's soda I would have I don't know. Anyway, uh, we forgot to say the name of the beer, and that's my bad. It's called Very, Very Far by Off Color Bruick.
0: Uh it's good. It's actually really delicious. If you guys want to check some of that out,
1: I would highly recommend it. It's got a picture of Jeff Bezos going to space in the front. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding.
0: And Elon Musk.
2: And Elon Musk. (laughs) I think the rabbits and why are they why are they going to
0: space? Did they not? Do we not know something?
2: this
1: beer is good. I'm not, I mean. It's fire. Okay, I'm getting like, what is it about a Belgian? A Belgian always has a certain flavor. Smooth. No, a Belgian always has a certain flavor. I wish I could knew what it was. Belgian flavor. Waffle. <laughs> nope.
2: Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> that's <laughs> sweet. There, there's literally <laughs> a picture, <laughs> <of> a <laughs> picture it says Belgian can, inspired but... and has a picture of a waffle beneath the secret yeast blend. <laughs> oh my God, it sure is, this, is it that it's yeasty? Is that what makes it a I Belgian? I think it's Belgian? yeasty. I think that's it could why. Be yeasty.
1: Mm.
0: It's good. I like a lot. I would definitely drink this. So if you guys are up in Chicago, get you some off color brewing very very far and try it out. Um, it's a light colored beer, not a yeah, dark colored beer. You can
2: probably but get it it's... in Midwest places. Like I've gotten off color oh. in Champagne before. Oh really? Yeah. But you guys can probably get this in uh, Benny's. I would probably
0: keep this in my cabinet, in my in my beer fridge.
2: I was a little worried about the
1: white wine yeast when I heard that. I was like, this is probably going to have like kind of a kind of a. Pungent, like aftertaste. Oh, you know like what I mean when like I say that, like wine? ah, no, not like the. Well, hmm. I love barley wine, so it's just when I hear white wine, I'm like, I kind of knew what to expect, and it's not what I expected. I do taste it a little bit on the finish, but it's I don't notice it's, it. It's mild enough that it's kind of pleasant.
2: Yeah, I
0: don't
1: know what I'm looking for.
2: I know what you mean well, about I, the pungent. I, I actually get a tiny little bit of on the on the aftertaste too. Yeah, just, just a that little bit, attention though. for it because I I wasn't really paying attention for it, and so I didn't notice it until you said it. Yeah, think about having like a Moscato in the summer. Mm. Like you get just a oh, tiny gross. bit of that. Like
0: Ugh. what? moscatoes oh like a super light white out of here. wine. They're super Moscatos sweet. They're fucking fire.
2: They're like grape juice.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah it's a like grape
2: juice. I, and maybe I, I'm wrong. I, I just like dry wine. That's my problem.
0: Well, I do too. But Moscato, if you're going to drink a sweet wine, it's a fine one to drink. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I, I'm not a wine
1: aficionado. Hell, I'm right. barely a beer aficionado. But I, You're thinking yeah. Pinot gris? Maybe that's what is I'm thinking of. Is anybody else getting
0: the feeling they're listening to a different podcast right now?
1: Right? Yeah, we haven't talked about
3: off-roading
1: <laughs> at all. Is this
0: Wheeling Wine and Whiskey? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't gotten a whiskey yet, but we can.
1: I mean, there's no whiskey Shoot. in this building right now, as far as I know. But as far as you know. I didn't bring any. Let's not do that. Why not? Because my drive home, actually, my drive home is nothing tonight because if you're driving gonna, me home. But If
0: we're going to get any hard alcohol in here, it's likely going to be scotch.
1: Oh, that sounds great. Because
0: why not? Because mm-hmm. you can drink an
1: ounce of it and that's all you need. Right. You don't need or to get hammered on it. Whereas if we get a bottle of whiskey in here, we're just going <laughs> to fight each other or something. <laughs> Derek's like, guys, stop. And he starts crying. The podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm fantastic. like,
2: I can't do anything because I'm just like reaching into the screen. Like, <laughs> You're stop just, like just, stop. <laughs> just stop. I can just, I
0: can end on my end. That's it.
2: Yep. Anyway, and I just like leave. I just leave. And then I wake up the next morning. You guys both have black eyes and bloody yep. noses. And yeah, it's great. Michael, what's up?
0: What'd you do last week? What did I do last did you anything, week? Did you do anything between the last time we were in this studio to today? Man, he can't remember. Anything good? Did I?
1: Was there something memory is terrible. Did I do something? I don't know. Did you? Wait, hold on. Let's ask. Snow Day mm. was done. was blue. It already was, was blue. I'll tell blue. you what.
0: I'll tell you what. When looking through the rear view mirror on trail, that chin sticks out so much. The fuck? That bumper's always been there. No, the blue. The blue chin. Oh,
1: Oh. because it's so much brighter than the rest of the truck? Yeah. The part below the And that wasn't recent, though. I did that like two or three weeks ago. I know. It's
0: the first time I've seen it on trail.
1: Okay. Because you did things this week. Okay, so I did that, I guess.
0: (laughs) Because you did things this week.
1: Oh, are you you talking about the main thing? (laughs) Yeah, we went wheeling. Oh, I didn't. I, th- I thought that was too obvious. Oh, no. I didn't what know that's what, you're that's what you were asking me. I was like, did I do something to Snow Day? Because oh. I'm pretty sure I loaded it on the trailer several days in advance. I was going to say, was it and loaded like, on the trailer last week when we did this? Just about. It had to be close. I'm always just like, I just I pick a nice day. And just I like
0: actually put mine on the trailer Friday, Friday
1: morning.
2: Yeah, you definitely were way ahead yeah. of schedule than compared to a normal wheeling trip, Normal, Steve.
1: Yeah, normal. Dude, Steve called me while I am cooking an egg. Like, I'm literally like, flipping an egg, and Steve goes, like, what you doing? I'm like, I don't know, making some breakfast. He's like, I'm on the road. I was like, the fuck? Because <laughs> <laughs> usually, if you show up to Steve's house, and he's like, all right, we're, we're leaving at 7 a.m. on the dot. We leave at 8.15 on the dot. Yeah. I said there for an hour and 15 minutes, my, goal, my thumbs.
0: My goal was to get there on time so that I could just kind of, like, lazily get ready while everybody else showed up. And I got into Attica just before, or just right at nine. And then I went to the gas station, got a few things from the gas station, got some Subway uh, for breakfast because I hadn't eaten breakfast yet. And then scattered over to the park. And then I got unloaded. And then I just kind of fiddle fucked around, like repacking my Jeep because I literally had not done anything inside the Jeep since Moonlight. Literally, all the shit from Moonlight was still in the Jeep. Wow. Yeah. touch nothing. Just let it ride. So,
1: and just for the record, I got there probably an hour later than you <laughs> and I was ready to go on the trail before you probably. Yeah. Especially yeah. after we found, especially after
0: Matt, uh, after the Matt, who, who'd Matt ride with Dave, uh, with Dave. Did he, he was with Dave Hanson, Hanson, maybe
1: Hansen. Hansen? Ha- it is Hansen. I just Hansen. don't know who he rode with, which um, Matt? I thought I bo- he was Matt. Oh. oh, Oh, that Matt, the Matt, not, the, not, not our Matt, not our Matt. Yes. Other Matt rode with other Hansen. Matt. No, or Gentry. We
0: can't call him lesser No, no, Andy Andy
2: rode with Gentry. Andy rode with Gentry, that's right. Sorry,
0: guys. We're just trying to go through who people, who rode with who. Anyway, that Matt, whose name I don't know the last name of, uh, was going around pointing out all the things on rigs that were going to wreck our day. And so
3: thank you to him for
0: that. But also we had to, uh, (laughs) I put the front tires on the Jeep, but never did anything with it. It just sat in the driveway. And from the trailer to where everybody else was parked at, the bolt for the uh high steer arm on the passenger side was actually touching just ever so slightly. It was just enough to rub the dirt
2: off.
1: Yep. Weren't those wheels on it before? That's what I was trying to figure out. You, probably, you so...
3: probably didn't have
2: dirty wheels though, and you just didn't notice. You know what I mean? Man, or I don't know. here's I another thing another, Rubbing through your tire. Here's another possible know. thing. So you know how like it, when you tighten the hex nut was the corner of the hex nut the touching thing, yeah. the tire? I mean, the flat?
0: Probably, but even when I Took it to the flat side. It still was really wow. like almost touching. Like it a was, millimeter. It was an RCH. It wasn't even a millimeter. Wow. It was on like a mil. Like, wow. Like sand would have touched. <laughs> um. And so, so yeah.
1: Was, was it just because it was down maybe? I don't uh, know. No, because it, it was on the top. It was on, on the, the top, bottom. So? would have
2: made more sense. No, like, right? but, but less pressure. It's going to. Maybe. I have no idea. I mean, Derek, you're the engineer.
0: It. You tell us. Something changed somewhere. I don't know. Maybe it's different hardware. Who knows? Maybe. Nonetheless, uh, I went ahead Growy luckily had a Milwaukee uh, cordless grinder with him with a flat disc already on it. Look at that. A fuel. M18 Ooh. fuel. Derek, Derek sold up a box of one.
1: He <laughs> <This> just happens <laughs> to be sitting there looking at it right
2: now.
0: That's what your microphone's sitting on?
2: Yeah. Actually, the <laughs> grinder you can see back, way back there. That red yep. thing. Oh, yep.
0: so, he uh, has it
2: on display in his office. No, I just <laughs> I unboxed it the other day because Emily threw it upstairs because she's like, I don't know what this is because it didn't come in a Milwaukee box. <laughs> mm. Gotcha. So,
0: anyway, I took the bolt, loosened it, ground down the one side, and just smoothed it off a little bit so it'll not touch a tire. Flipped it around the other side, tightened it back up, and we were golden. And then it was just a matter of getting everything else in the Jeep. which is, it, Everything was scattered from pulling the tools out, because all my tools slide underneath my back seat. And so I had all the toolbox were up on top of the seat. And so I had to get everything kind of put back into its place and get settled for trail riding.
2: Why didn't you do that before I rode over? <laughs> uh, just... <laughs> When you, was, when you I were on it, I you had all those stuff and I sat on top of all your toolboxes and we go back to the other eggs.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that. Um but anyway, yeah. The uh th- got that done and then we took off and went wheeling. Like we just kind of sit around and talked. Everybody's kind of talking like bitching. About, like, are we gonna go wheeling? I was like, I actually just come just to hang out and talk to people.
2: I was saying like, it's I, I, think lit- I was it's literally I an excuse. The, I took the checkered flag on that one because I got there before anybody else. And <laughs> yeah, I was I was aired down. Sway bars is connected ready to go and then bray pulled up right and then he got all air down and then other people started to show up and i was just like well yeah whatever you guys are too ambitious i was very ambitious i was like i don't want to i don't want to be there after bray i don't think i've ever beat him to that damn park so i won we
0: we should have sorry bray we should have um we should have split up into two or three groups running red trail
1: okay i was gonna say eventually we did split up into groups mm, yeah but after a while but we
0: should have we should have split up into groups early on in like groups of like three or four vehicles mm-hmm. put the smaller vehicles with the razor because yep. there's no way that you full-size are ever going to try to keep up with the razor going through that
1: no he i could was, barely keep up with you
0: he was just yeah well that's because i'm like a razor
1: i know but i'm just I saying was i'm in. making
0: three-point turns and you're just, <laughs> so you're just scooting through the woods i think i literally when we parked one of the times i was like uh Selectable lockers was probably one of the best investments I've ever made.
2: Yeah. Oh, because your turning radius is it tighter. Is
0: so nice. Me
2: too. Me too. Spools, like compared. and having gone young, from welded to selectable. Oh my god.
0: Uh, yeah, that's what I was on. I had a spool yeah. in the front and a and a uh, grizzly in the rear.
1: Dude, my Mechanical, truck was so. pushing. Not to mention I had, unbeknownst to me, zero PSI in one of my front tires. <laughs> so I probably didn't help any. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I was like, why am I making a five point turn here? I'm like turning and just trucks not turning at all. I'm like, what, what is even happening? You're like, how much
0: did I adjust those bolts out? You did mm-hmm. just the stops out. That was in the last podcast, right? Yeah. 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 So,
1: But I you had did wheeled say, it since, obviously.
0: You did say that the steering was quite a bit less.
1: It seemed like less at first, but then okay. obviously when I had an empty tire that I didn't know Makes about, it made a lot of difference. Once I got some air back in it, it was better. I right. still, I still miss all the steering, mm-hmm. but guess who has two completely unscathed view <laughs> joints after a day of wheeling?
0: Did you, you didn't really uh, rash on it too hard this weekend, did you?
1: I didn't do any like bouncing. I yeah. crawled everything. And I think that helps a lot too. Like there's, there was never like a time where I was really spinning tires. Oh,
0: I was. I was everywhere.
1: Not me. I was, was intenti- real nice to I, would, it.
0: I would intentionally get on stuff and just roll the tires. I was gonna say on the. I got huh?
2: saved that foe. This 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 and Harlan both times I broke. I was crawling. So really, yeah,
0: it's, it's yeah, but it's your steering. But, your steering. It, well, that thing is just all about the Chevy life.
2: Well, it's yeah, it's it's just <laughs> it, it's crawling. But like you know how like when you give it a lot of gas and the tires aren't spinning and you're like. Is it going to keep going? You know, like it just a lot right. of
1: torque. If you had so a TBI g- 350, it wouldn't have that problem. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, move then. <laughs> it, would, it probably wouldn't it would, move your rig. Yeah. It wouldn't
0: like it. It would You'd be, be replacing them yearly. That's Something. what I meant. No. Yeah.
2: All right. 12 miles an hour.
0: Even even <laughs> yep. with all of your lows. um, I guess I'll give a quick rundown of kind of how the day went and then we'll kind of unpack it from should there. Should we start
2: with the people that were there?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, we can part start with who we all showed up. So like, we didn't even, you guys didn't even get to see the other half of the group that showed up the other half that I didn't get to wheel with, which was Brandon Hafner and like a handful of his family members. Oh, I didn't even know My they showed up Joel showed up. Also, I didn't the know quarry. that Joel's there. Did you see him at the end of the day? No, the I don't think I ever saw him. He showed up when, when Derek was broke.
1: I even saw on Facebook that Joe, because I'm friends with Joel on Facebook, I saw yeah. he said he was a battling Saturday. I was like, the hell you were? I was a battling yeah. Saturday. What he was there th- the
0: whole, like, not the whole day, but he got there like 10 or 11-ish. Oh, I don't know how I missed him. Yep. So, uh, hmm. yeah. So, Brendan Hafner, uh, a bunch of his buddies, uh, my buddy Derek uh, Clawson was there in his side by side. And then Joel showed up and wheeled with them. They all went, when we were in the dunes, they all drove past us.
1: Man, I
2: must just.
0: Over on the trail. Yep and Derek hit it with the other list of the people that we wheeled with in our group
2: uh we wheeled with steve mike me <laughs> uh, so it's me me and me and matt hayes were in my truck groey uh bray and aaron in bray's truck eric gentry and andy in eric's jeep uh jeff chisholm who's the one that was in the side by side and kind of put together the red trail which is a in my opinion, is pretty sweet trail, but we'll get to that. I think in a little bit. Yeah. Dave and Matt, Kenny and his family, and then Vance. I don't know if anybody rode with Vance. Don't I think, think so. Everybody? So that sounds like everybody. Yeah. So yeah, I think so. Yeah. So yeah, Growy's got the similar truck to mine, the oh three or oh four. I always forget. Maroon Chevy oh, on tons of an forties. Ray's got the. 04. Ranger on 37 solid axle swapped. Eric's small rated JK black on 41.5 pit bulls and tons. <laughs>
0: I'm not going to give them that extra half an inch. Huh?
2: Are <laughs> they <laughs> actually 43 is it or what are they? And I'm like, forty two people are like, excuse me, they're point fives. And I'm like, I, yeah. I don't fucking care.
0: <laughs> but they, but they, but pit bulls actually run a little big. So they
1: are 42 inches.
2: I'm wondering what the sidewall says.
1: 41.5. <laughs> okay. 41. Yeah.
0: Half. I
2: didn't know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then Jeff is yeah. in a side by side. Uh, mm-hmm. Dave, Dave Hansen had a very similar looking rig to Bray's. I think it was on 30, 38, <laughs> thirty-eight inch patties, black like label a roll patties, cage, but it's a Red Ranger too with yeah. a three hundred two in it. I think it was mild,
0: can nice. It's yeah, a, it sounded I say good. Mild, but it's not. It wasn't too mild. It, you propane. had a loop to it,
1: and it was on propane. propane as well. Yeah, he just bought that truck and did wheels, tires, and a propane swap like, immediately, and I think pretty much nothing else.
2: Yep. Yeah. A lot of things need to be sorted. Or bent the driveshaft, backing off the trailer (laughs) immediately.
0: Did he ever break it? To appease the wheeling gods. He never broke the driveshaft. He did not break it. Impressive. That was impressive. It had had a gnarly bend in it.
2: But it had patties, so... (laughs)
0: Gnarly. I don't care. It also had a 302. It had more power than Mike. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And less driveshaft. Um, it yeah, I got them confused when Bray was on that obstacle that we were talking about up on the wall. They're straight, you know, straight to the left of the of the two step, the one that you made it up. Mm-hmm. When Bray was on that, I thought for like, I was watching for a solid like two minutes and thought it was
1: Dave. Well, oh, they really? both had red. It was standard. You have yeah. short bed Rangers probably like the same year. Like, and it they was were like, until, wait, that in his doors.
0: It wasn't <laughs> until I was like looking for the cage. I'm like, where's the cage? <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's Bray.
2: That's funny. <laughs> And then Kenny has a Lime Green XJ on... Yes. I forget. Oh,
1: dude. Those tires are... uh, Short course tires. uh, (laughs) short
3: course. Yeah. They're (laughs) like, you can't buy them tires. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's an outfit out of uh, like Milwaukee area. Between Milwaukee and Chicago, there's a a racing outfit up there. I was going to buy some methods from a while back. And they sell those tires like, I don't know about constantly, but at one time they had like 40 or 50 pairs. For sale.
2: Yep, there's like, a lot used. Like yeah,
1: newzed, they're,
0: they're
2: yeah. like one or two. <laughs> they races. got like three runs on yeah, them. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. They like have like stupid. brand new stupid. tread, but like yeah.
0: between seventy five and ninety percent tread. Yeah, yeah, but none of the, they're all th- they were all thirty seven and a halfs, like thirty seven not a halfs, 1350s. I think they were or, 1250s, or 1250s, whatever they were. Thirty seven yeah.
1: something seventeen. Yeah. yeah, they were all yep. They're good looking, but they're weird, you know. Because you the don't ones expect them for a trail rig. You're like the, the ones hell?
0: they had were not. There were a handful, like of, like 10 pair that were that tread pattern or that style of tread pattern, which is like uh, almost dirt course looking, uh, like dirt track.
2: Yeah, yeah, it looked like dirt track tires yeah. to me when I saw it. No, they're like short course, though. Like dirt track tires right. don't look quite like that, like the Hoosiers, you know? But they're you know more what I'm pattern, They're more square pattern, yeah. They're but,
0: not a mud tire. You can tell they yeah, don't have like yeah. a street pattern or anything like that. And then um, the other sets they had were, I think, MTRs. Just okay. straight up MTRs. Oh, like the military ones? No, no. Just, oh, just regular out, MTRs. MTRs. Hmm. Yeah. Weird. But they had a different name. I think I don't remember. It's been a it's been maybe a, few they were years. a different
1: compound, but they had MTR tread. It was something like Same that. Yeah, are you compound. sure they weren't
2: uh, BF Goodrich um no. Baja MTs? Not Baja Ts. Baja don't MTs. I feel like
0: they were I feel like they were Goodyears? I feel like sure. no, I feel like they were Goodyear MTRs.
2: Okay. Okay, I, maybe you're just right. I don't know. It's
0: been like three three years since I saw them. But anyway, yeah. Nonetheless. Were they Chevron um, Pattern?
2: Okay. It's
1: been too long. All right. <laughs> let's move on. Either way, it was a very, it was an interesting tire. Very no, simple You don't tire. expect it. Yeah. You don't expect it. But Kenny didn't seem to have any trouble. No, he didn't.
0: I mean,
2: didn't the, see, the, the shorter manure. tires, I imagine, are fairly soft. Like, they're only made to last like a, yeah, I don't know how long, but sh- probably short.
0: <laughs> Not that long.
2: <laughs> so they're probably pretty soft and they've got, they don't need siping because they have like a, baj- it's like a, um, it's like a whole shot tire in an RC car, you know, a bunch of little tiny lugs.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So as long as you're not wonder, in deep mud, I bet you they do well.
0: Yeah, i would be interesting to see what it does in, in deep mud. Because it doesn't have like... I would, I would be curious to see how it cleans out.
2: Yes, but that would be better, interesting to know. Better
0: than a patty. Bet.
2: Probably. <laughs> Fortunately, we stayed out of the deep, deep mud. We just went into smelly-ass yeah. bullshit.
0: It was some smelly there bullshit. Were
2: some, there was some poo cool mud for sure.
0: Anyway, we... Uh, we loaded up, or we got everybody together and everything, and then we followed Jeff out onto Red Trail, which has a new entrance from what it had last time I was there. Uh, so it was straight off of the lower parking lots instead of having to go down past the pond and then cut back in and come back over. We were able to just to go straight off of the main road that comes down through the parking lots.
1: That was what made Red Trail so cool. Is it like kind of span? Well, we didn't see the whole thing, but it we seems to see span most of the. Park. We
0: didn't see close. We didn't even do three miles, and it's twelve miles long.
1: Yeah, seriously I was gonna say, yeah. we did like a third we, or so we didn't touch it oh wow
0: <laughs> yeah we did maybe a quarter a little over a quarter that's
1: crazy it's
0: a big it's a big trail i'm excited it's... to go i told jeff i was like one of these days when we have some time like i just want to go
1: run it with him and hang up some more markers to make sure it's clear yeah that'd be nice that, so, actually would, be, a lot that would be good
2: because he was saying like you know he he's in a wheelchair so he can only reach out what he can he can yeah, only, only get where do. he can reach out so like uh, so you sense. could hop out of the There's, rig and <laughs> There good. were some
0: of those markers that were like attached to tree li- tree branches, yeah, not even limbs. That. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> branches that were like literally like half inch diameter, it was screwed to it. I was like, the screw takes up half the limb. <laughs> half the branch. <laughs> it worked though. Um, it did they were um, hanging there. Until the branch breaks, um, it'll work. That's right. Until somebody comes through like Matt and something big. Yeah, it just breaks. Mansfield. It off. Yeah. Um, so um the trails. So the thing about red trail is you need to have it on, what is it, on X? Is that where it's mapped at? It
2: was it was mapped on on X. Um, yeah, the markers are pretty good, but,
0: but the problem is they change color.
2: Well, that's the thing is that I think yeah in, instead of having like red arrow and then a blue arrow or a yellow arrow, mm-hmm. it needs to be like red, yellow, blue. If they're if they're if the trails yes, are overlapping, they need, they need to have all three arrows at the same time. Yes, he doesn't
0: have enough arrows right now to do it.
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah. So so right, so right, it's, are it's are a, a working right, He's working with the people that's, that own the place, right?
0: Yeah, he's working with Kyle, so, and there's a whole lot that goes into that that is um, just a de- lot of details that go into getting a new trail yeah. put up. And so anyway, we went through some of that. Uh, we started you know, following Jeff around. It's really cool. The trail is awesome because it it does go across so many different trails. So there's a lot of different terrain types. Yep, We ran a bit of blue. We ran what was marked as red. A bit of blue, uh, some yellow. I didn't even know yellow was a thing. Yep. So that was new. And orange. Uh, and orange, yeah, and old orange. We ran quite a bit of old orange, like the OG orange and from back orange. in the day.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because old yeah, orange yeah. was is now basically blue.
0: Right, yeah. yeah. It's kind of it's hard for us people that have been going there for over a decade because you see things, you're like, we're gonna go run an orange trail, and you're like, Well, oh, that's not an orange trail anymore. Like, ah. Oh,
2: yeah, I'm like, you know, we're going to run Red Trail, and now it's a 12-mile-long trail instead of a 1,200-foot-long <laughs> trail. A 1200
1: foot trail. Oh, yeah, long trail. that
2: used to be the shortest trail ever. <laughs> <could> <laughs> yeah. it, in like it was. There minutes. was one, one or two big obstacles on it, and then it was yeah. really short. <laughs> it
0: had the had the V-notch and, uh, and whatever, the tabletop. So the is, tabletop,
1: yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> is the tabletop, is is the V-notch that's on what we're calling Red Trail, is that the V-notch? Because I knew, like, two or three places people ah, called the V-notch. Yeah. And apparently Axle Breaker is the one right next to the building. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
0: Right across from the hay barn. What's
1: the one that we always do that's right off the creek up that big stone wall? What is that? Is there a name for that obstacle? No name for that we one? Call
0: you know it what I'm talking revenge. about. That, right? Somebody has a name for it, but I don't know what it is. Well, I don't know why so, that
2: one's not called Waterfall because it's right against the fucking creek.
1: Right.
0: There's and not really water waterfall. coming
2: down it though. True.
1: There True. Could be if it was really raining, I suppose.
2: I mean, I guess,
1: but that's a
0: pretty tough so this one. Is, I always struggle. We could call that, that one this is Undercut. Undercut. Shit. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I mean, I think that a lot of people call it axle breaker as well
1: that's and there's another problem people oh, I know people need to have dedicated
2: an axle there steve true uh yeah uh or no
0: it wasn't an
2: axle there. it
0: was a locker
2: a locker yeah, yeah. yeah. An a- it's
1: part of an axle
3: that's true <laughs> it, broke the axle. it wasn't an axle right? Right? but it was part of that <laughs>
0: wasn't a shaft but it did break the axle that's true um so yeah i was talking to jeff about that like getting some names on stuff and he's like yeah i'd like to you know go through and do some of that stuff because there are so many obstacles in that park that are well known that are well known, but don't have names. And if you can't call it out by name, then how can you say you did it? Yeah. How do you describe it? Like the one that Derek was just talking about that. He finally made it up for the yeah, first time no name
1: for that, but it's no idea. hard. Tall, tall rock face. Yeah. <laughs> tall rock face, hard times, boo. And like, in like the ones, <laughs> they <laughs> we- should not let us
2: name the obstacles. <laughs> the joke,
0: <laughs> the joke, the joke for the longest time in the group that I used to wheel with was, uh, where was that at? Oh, I was on the backside of the quarry. Which oh, side of the quarry is the backside, yeah. right? You know what I mean? And he's like, oh, it's always the backside of the quarry. And of course, at, the, at was, the time, we, that was referred to as the wall. Yeah, the
2: wall yeah, is what I when I hear backside, it. I think, of the wall, and then the other side right. is the pond.
0: Yes. And so, it was every like, where was this ab- obstacle at? It was the backside of the quarry.
1: What?
2: Well, it, it used to be like, used to be say when you get into the quarry, you turn left, or you turn right. And now, it's like, right. what the fuck? Like, you can get to the quarry seven
1: million ways. Exactly
0: yeah you can access it yeah the quarry entrances. I don't know different. I
1: think that's the one thing I want for Badlands is if they just had like just some clearly marked shit and like I'm glad that they have this new like 12 mile long trail but oh. I feel like also they could they could break it up a bit
0: I don't well, in, in, yeah
1: I think
2: that's really? kind of the point though it's, I mean so but you th- can but those, break Jeff's, it up that was like point, though, yeah. is that there's yeah. no trail at the Badlands that you could do that would take you a good part Most of the day, day. yeah Even the just the yellow, now. orange maybe an yeah. hour tops if nobody breaks or gets stuck <laughs> Yeah,
0: I've, I think Jeff said he can go through that trail in like three or four hours. I think he Straight said two right? if he's
2: going if he's scooting <laughs> on a side by side. He's bombing <laughs> two hours. But he's on a side by side. If if he's in a side by side, you yeah. can like yep. bomb through some of that but stuff, even, right? But even still,
0: like that's that's impressive because that trail has so many turns and
2: you there's know it loops, it loops
0: back on itself quite a few times that like was that. My so there's only- a lot
2: qualm with it I think it's a phenomenal trail and I can't wait to do yeah. the rest of it because we did the first half and then we he we, said he said we, we didn't we were starting to we run out of time and now Bray was like we got to get to the quarry because I want to test out my stuff right um but well, oh, your long there were we did we did jump back on it to get to the quarry for this like the second third or the second fourth of it mm-hmm. um but anyway there's some points where I'm like okay this is literally just turning back just to make it longer and I'm like and eh?
3: Like, do doesn't
2: need to do that. It is wheeling. Yeah. So, I mean, if if I was there and I wasn't with a group of 10 people, probably would have done the whole thing.
0: Yeah. It was, it was the little bit that we did, I thought was really good. I can't wait to see what the rest looks like and what obstacles you get to go over. It'd be Um, nice
1: to go there sometime on a weekday. Like when no one's there. Just pick your poison. Let me know when you want to go. Oh, I know I can't do that. I don't even fucking vacation time. <laughs> but if for some reason I could, that maybe would be. 2022. Nice. Maybe twenty twenty two. Maybe twenty twenty two. I don't know if have a baby. I, I don't did... have a baby, so maybe never. Yeah. I did it Tell did me about it when you go. Ten years. It was yeah. it was weird. It was weird.
0: You, you did it once it was weird, yeah. Yeah. I want to go every Friday, which Friday wouldn't be that bad, but yeah, going during the Friday would be better, but yeah, going on a weekend, there's
2: always a ton of people. Yeah, I did it on a Wednesday and there was the only other person I saw there besides the people at the front was one Jeep and it's an atv i think in the non quarry part but i was doing a shakedown so i spent most of my time in the quarry that time
0: see like i want to go because i want to meet people
2: then you shouldn't go on a weekday
0: that's my problem is like i want to go because i want to meet people um so yeah we hit red trail up and then we went and got lunch up at the new shack that was weird they tore down that shack building.
1: I know. I thought that was so weird. I literally went over yeah. there and I was like, guys, where's food? And they're like, well, there's not only a food truck that you literally drove by, but also a sign that said food <laughs> that you drove by. And I was like, okay, clearly <laughs> I'm dumb. So yeah. I, tr- I backed around and I find them. And when you think you know where something is, you don't look for it. Yeah. You just, I just yeah. went right to the parking lot and I'm like, I swore there was a huge building right hmm, here. There's a <laughs> shack. No, they, they tore missing.
0: that down. <laughs> it blows my mind. They're getting ready to build another building.
2: Oh my God. Put more Wait, deep, did you see? Put more side by sides in it?
0: Did you guys pay attention to the, to the um, campgrounds when you came in, yeah, oh so my God. All the fucking
2: the picnic
1: benches.
0: <laughs> I didn't see the. I didn't even pay attention to the picnic benches. I what saw that it, there was an entire road missing that oh they took yeah, down to the dirt. Too. They took oh. it all the way to dirt, and they had like three of the little three, like three quarter size haul trucks sitting there. It seems it like, like wow, they're going to like a, a quarry. You really? No, Maybe. it'll be rock.
2: Dude. That'd be crazy. Dude, they dug it, down like eight or ten inches. You know what
0: it would cut down You have to cut down, you have to go down eight, 10 inches to put down a good, um, a good bed for, to be able to hold, uh,
1: uh, RVs. Thank you. Yeah.
0: So it doesn't pump. So like when you get into springtime, those roads will pump. You start Mm -hmm. getting too many truck, too much traffic going down it, heavy traffic like that. And it'll pump, it'll push mud right to the top.
2: Okay. So So it'll still be gravel, but it'll just be eight to 10 inches of gravel.
0: Yeah. yeah you'll do Maybe. three you'll do yeah. you'll do like three inch on the bottom and then road pack on top of that and then you'll top it with like white gravel or something like that gotcha it
2: yeah. did which you could like tell it was stone. like
1: tons of power sites though like oh, or that's oh, all that is yeah. in the front now the entire front the is entire power, front so all of it. primitive is now like in a field that we used to not use at all right in the so woods that's woods. They
2: okay. they said that they expanded it into the woods like if you Go past the check-in shack and you just keep going. Yeah. There used to be a fence so there. Now they. You bought remember? That. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. You remember
0: um, when we had Ian's bachelor party? We drove out of the backyard across that bl- that br- that field. Yes. And then we drove into the campground. Yep. When yep. we were there, when I was there in October, the campground was completely maxed out for that concert. Okay. The campground was full, and then that field that we drove through was also full.
1: Damn. Of campers. Dude, Badlands is crazy, dude. It's crazy because of bigger. all the off-road parks I've been to. Like, And I've been to some parks that I right. would say are quote, I want to say better, but like it for the type of wheel yes. we do better and like there's be like, you know, a handful of people camping there, yep. maybe 10, 20 people. Then you go to Badlands like, every weekend. It's like just like a thousand people there and you're like I think it's
0: because Damn, of the side by because
1: Side by side, It's
0: side by sides. It's dirt bikes, four wheelers, like it's everything because there's such a mix of terrain. Yeah,
1: that's true. It's got
0: everything. Yeah. Dunes. Okay, if if actually, dudes everywhere I mean, yeah. that's the
2: biggest selling point to me for, about badlands is that like sand m- you know muddy trails mud pits if you want it rock gardens like it's yep. got everything you need to do a shakedown and then if it's exactly. snowing you've got a- every single terrain
0: so let's move this towards the quarry so after we got done eating lunch we all got together again we had comms it was quite magnificent. We did. Oh,
1: my God. You could just about talk to anybody. I mean, we were, we're to a couple day. people. I was, I was
0: sitting at the, where you turn. So when you leave the parking lot and you go down to the Y, where you can go straight and go to the dunes, or you can turn and go to the tubes. I was sitting at that Y talking to Jeff Chisholm. And I was like, got on the radio. I was like, Derek, you in the Corey. He was like, yep. I was like, oh, never <sighs> did that with nice. a CB. No. So good. It'd be it like, was so good. Had some good CBs. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's never, all you did. never did that <laughs> yeah like, he was like yeah 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 we're in the quarry. i'm like okay i'm headed that way and and my radio is nothing special it's literally just a bone stock 25 yep uv 5r yep with the with the bone stock uh battery and antenna not even extended antenna or anything and so like it was reached out was that a couple miles probably yeah probably a through, miles. through a lot of woods and hills so Bad-ass. i was pretty happy with that um so anyway they were out in the quarry. I headed over to the quarry. Uh, met up with you guys. I met up with another XJ. He kind of followed me to the quarry a little bit. And then uh, once we got in there, we kind of just moseyed around the quarry and did quarry stuff.
2: Nobody I broke and there. we had a good time. We went home. The end. Love it. Thanks for joining us for episode 103. <laughs> and we'll catch you on the trail. <laughs> yeah, because we'll still be there because we broke. <laughs> we'll still be
1: there. <laughs> Titles on the dash. Free rigs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so anyway, uh, who was first to break? I think it was Groey.
1: It
2: was Groey. Was growy the first? Well, wow. do Actually, we count yeah. a tire beat debeating?
0: Oh yeah. Well then, it definitely was Groey. It was growy. I don't, I don't yeah. count
2: that. I don't count that. Okay.
0: Groey, okay. Groey debeated a tire on Red Trail when we were earlier in the day. I had to stop because my rig was getting warm. It wasn't overheating by any means yet, but it was getting warm, and so we did a quick trail fix with a add a circuit into the main fuse box, and I just jumped on the. Um, ignition circuit there because it was the only thing that was keyed ignition in that box. So and just you just You triggered the relay, that the relay to just
2: turn the fan on yep. whenever the ignition was on, basically. Yep. One of the and, since it's the,
0: and since it's an add a circuit, it won't, it doesn't affect the current fuse that's in that place. Right. So,
2: yep.
1: We did It doesn't that. affect it. It's great.
0: Yeah. It was perfect. It's perfect. What do you, what do you, like, <laughs> Mike's looking at me like the, with this face of like sarcasm. I don't understand. I don't
1: know. I just, those add fuses, man. I don't know. It's better so than shoving a wire of in something and then shoving the fuse in. <laughs> so much better. Than,
0: something about which it is what Steve was going to do. Me. So I don't know why. It was running a relay, so it's low amperage. I'm not okay, worried okay. about it. I guess I'm it's not running worried a relay. about it. Yeah, I'm it's, not worried about it. It's, it's about fine for the
2: relayed the circuits, in my opinion. And I yeah, design I fuses for a living. Now, if you're going to run serious current off of one of those, don't because <laughs> yeah, the vehicle wiring is designed for that. That's what
1: I was. That's what I think. Whenever I think about it, then I would
0: run an eight gauge wire to a new fuse panel new fuse block of some sort. You say
1: eight gauge.
0: Yeah, if you're gonna run a new fuse panel, why not? I mean, no, that sounds great. Get heavy. That's heavy. Yep. So we uh we had a couple little trail fixes there on red trail, had the D tire, got it back together. That was a perfect opportunity to take some photos and the photographers took advantage of that.
1: Perfect opportunity to use
0: some
2: ether <laughs> and a torch. <laughs> that was actually that was one of my first times doing that, I think by myself. Like I loved really? it
1: that you did the ether trail. So you didn't that's have how to you get right up on it. That was genius.
0: You either do an ether trail or you use the ether as a blowtorch or as a. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah,
1: that's yeah, so, like so much more dangerous that I don't want that
2: can blowing up in my face. Exactly. That's the other one.
1: I lo- I couldn't believe it worked so well. Like we tried so hard to like push on that tire and air it up and then finally like fucking ether. Yep. And Dude. it worked like a charm
0: because it brings a lot of air with the quickness.
1: Yeah. With the quickness.
0: Uh-huh. With the quickness. <laughs> that's what you need, though. You need it with the quickness. It has to. It has to be very fast. Yep. So ether's is a great trick. Um, If you know how to do it, don't, don't. if it you're is, not sure, don't. it is better to under, it is better to underfuel than yes. to overfuel. So if you don't know what you're doing, just give it a little psh, psh, and then try that. If that doesn't work, put it, you know, give extinguish all the fire. Psh, psh. Yeah. Give it a little more, psh, 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 you know, if you don't know <laughs> what you're doing, just don't overdo it because it yeah. will rip that wheel in half. Yep. It'll blow that tire bar. It'll rip the wheel in half. It'll
1: fling it across. The, you yeah, don't somebody want, could get really injured if you know oh, what's happened. Many and, times. And,
2: and worst case, or best best case, you use too much ether. It just doesn't yeah. burn at all, and then you have ether in your wheel and tire, and you don't want that burning.
0: Yeah, because it's, it like, it's like it's like burning fuel it, yeah. in
2: in combustion chamber. There's a specific if mixture you, in AFR yep, that you want.
0: There, there are there are certain um, tire shops that if you go to and they pull the core out of that, to change your tires and they smell ether, they will stop, they'll put the core back in it, hand your tire back, and say nope, thanks, go somewhere else. Right. They will not deal with it if it has ether in it. Semi-tires especially.
1: Well, yeah, it's super
0: dangerous. But, um, yeah, because yeah, there could be unspent ether in there, and mm-hmm. you, go, you hit it with a bar and hit a spark, and
2: boom! Boom! Dead. Anyway, yeah, that is
0: the ether trick. Um, so be careful. Would, yeah, so the first break in the quarry was also growy, That I know of. Was that the first break? Oh, did Eric break before him? Oh, he did.
2: No.
1: Derek is nodding his head.
2: No, no, no. I think Groey broke first because I didn't hear about Eric until after I was fixed.
1: We After we saw Groey, we were like, hey, let's go bomb back through here. And then Eric broke. Ah, I got you. Ah, okay.
0: So so Groey broke. Groey was sitting on a hill, just stopped. And I pulled up and I'm like, what's going on here? And I look in his, he had uh, two of the big pack out boxes uh ratchet strapped into the bed of the truck and I still cannot figure out how they got out of the bed, but somehow the ratchet strap broke and they got out of the oh, bed and they were like no. sitting they were underneath of the back bumper wedged into the sand. Oh and it no. was it was holding the truck up. The packout box what? was holding the truck up. Oh my yeah.
2: God. I didn't know that. And I didn't I know up. this story. And I
0: walked up and I was like what the hell's going on here? And they're like, uh broke a front drive shaft. I'm like, well why has it got transmission fluid coming out of it? And uh, Kenny was standing up on the hill looking down at it. And he's like, I don't know. He's like, maybe because of the angle he said, because it was a pretty steep angle. He was on the back wall. And I'm like, I don't know. So I kind of got underneath it. I was like, well, hold your jack stands there and hold your foot on the jack stands real tight. And I'm going to get underneath here and look at this. And so I kind of shimmied underneath by shimmy. He was sitting at a good enough angle. You
1: stood fully upright and walked underneath the the truck.
0: (laughs) I held onto the rock slider and just looked underneath there to see what was going on. I was like, well, first off, you broke your transmission mount. It's in pieces. I was like, second off, you obviously broke the drive shaft, tore the drive shaft in half. And then third, it's leaking, but I don't understand. Oh, mm-hmm. and about that time. I realized that because I couldn't figure out where it was coming from. I was looking up higher to try to find it because I could see where it was dripping out of the transfer case, like off the transfer case, but I couldn't see where it was coming from. And then I realized that the transfer case had this really nice line going all the way up the transfer case, right yeah. up right up the casting, <laughs> which is where I broke right mine. pieces yep. and then I went yep. to a doubler. Yep, he. I told him that I was like, "You broke your transfer case in half," and he got so excited. He was like, "Hell yeah, I get to buy a doubler!"
3: <laughs> you know, it's funny. He always has week, the best the attitude before, when he
2: breaks his truck. The, week, the weekend before, he was like, "Hey, Derek, uh, I'm definitely wanting to do a doubler after Harlan. Um, do you want to come and help me do it?" And I was like, "Hell yeah, I do." And he's like, "I'm going to run at Badlands with the you know not doubler, obviously, because he doesn't built the doubler yet." And yeah. I was like, "Well, this is a perfect opportunity for you." When I heard that on the radio. <laughs> Any trailer, wow. if he didn't trailer it, it would have been much, much
1: worse. Oh, that would have been much, much worse. Yeah, yes, indeed. It was a good
0: day to have a boat. I'm not gonna lie. Yep, exactly. Yeah, uh, I think, I, I, think I told him that. I was like, it's a good
1: day to have a boat. Yep, when I heard about Derek's break, I was like, well, I could loan him my boat trailer and my rig. <laughs> and then someone's like, are you sure you want to put like 11,000 pounds by your half sun? I was like, what, oh, yeah, I
2: forgot about a heavy Derek's
1: truck. <laughs> yeah, that's what
3: that's what
2: I was thinking too, but didn't need it
1: didn't didn't nope. need it Yep. Yeah, didn't need
0: it. He that Derek heart. is so
2: prepared that he so, brought this parts that might so, have broke yeah I showed up a little bit
0: late to that break so why don't you tell me about that break
2: so remember how I um hello my screen just turned off okay sorry Okay, remember can still how hear you. at Harlan <laughs> uh I broke a tie rod yes end tie rod end I should say
3: mm-hmm. oh, I broke the other one
2: so, <laughs> um, fortunately, fortunately this fix was much easier because this one wasn't welded into the tie rod. I just, uh, you know, once you we got it into rod. a workable spot on the rocks, I unthreaded it, threaded the new one in, tightened everything down. It was good to go. And then drove so, back to the parking lot, aligned it and drove home. Um, so when you
0: broke it, when you broke it down, Harlan, did you break the bung out of the tie rod?
2: No, when I, well, so when I broke it at Har, okay, so for Harlan, before I left, I noticed that the threads in the tie rod had wallered out because the jam oh. nut was not tight against the tie rod. Gotcha. So I welded, I didn't have time to get a new tie rod end, so I welded the tie rod into the tie rod end, or re- welded the tie rod end into the tie rod. So when it broke at Harlan, oh my God, we had to weld this shit, we drove back to camp and then we cut it all out and welded it in. Well, a jam nut as a as a threaded insert onto the tie rod. Oh and it, was, it was a nightmare. Oh, my
0: God. And then drove it home like that.
2: And then drove it home like that. And then wheeled it the Badlands like that. And it held up just fine.
0: With a uh, nut as your insert.
2: Yeah, it's fine. That's, that's impressive. Um, and then the other side broke. These fucking offset tie rod ends. I was talking to Connor about it. And he's like, well, they're probably cheap Chinese pot metal, which is probably true because they're not right. that expensive. And they're not like an OEM part either. Right.
3: Oh, it's like set. something OEM. that
2: like rough stuff came up with or somebody, you know, Barnes oh. or some, they all sell it. Right. And so I'm like, yeah, it probably makes sense. And so this time it actually broke at the last time it broke where the threads start at the casting, right? You've got your, your ball socket and then the threads start, and it broke right there. I'm like, well, that's probably fatigue life. You know, I've had these on for years. Um, this time it broke right at the jam nut, which means to me as an engineer that like, I just hit the st- the yield strength of this fucking thing and it's dead. So right. I have many, 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 many ideas on how to improve this without going too crazy. Um Himes. I don't <laughs> want to do Himes, man. I'd put thousands I of understand. miles on my truck every year on the street and all of the Himes on my truck are all seized, and I have to lubricate them more than right. I think is yeah. necessary. I'd rather Derek, have something
1: that's greasable. Derek, I know. I was just fucking with you. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I was on my truck, and literally every time Is I there, replace them, I turn around, I blink, and they're loose again.
0: Here's a here's an interesting idea. Um, There are some like not industrial or commercial, but like F four fifty tie rod ends, five fifty tie rod ends, motorhome mm. tie rod ends. You think semi, going to have bigger my semi end. has tie rod ends
2: interesting it's so true. okay here i was talking Could to you trevor just, i'm like trevor maybe. send me pictures of your f-350 tie rod ends because he's got a a uh-huh. d60 under his duramax and Borent. they're offset i oh, remember them being offset because i helped build that truck and that's what i need to clear the the diff cover right is a little bit of an yeah, offset yeah. not much um but what uh rock two and a half ton tie rod ends i guess technically rockwell but they're basically aftermarket at this point. A lot of Jeeps use this where it's offset and
3: mm-hmm.
2: it's got, instead of 7.8-18 or seven 7.8-14 right. thread, it's inch and a quarter. Oh <laughs> so my <God>. I will <laughs> not be breaking the threads. They're they're not cheap. They're pretty expensive. But the nice thing about them is that they have the thread, and offset, and then you thread in the actual ball and socket so you can get oh, a Jeep taper. Oh, nice. You can get a GM one-ton taper. You can get actual 2.5-ton taper and you yeah, just thread in like the ball and socket. There. That sounds sounds awesome. like the solution.
0: Now I do you have to change your tie rod then?
2: Well, my tie rod's already fucked, so it's a perfect opportunity. Right,
0: right. But yes. your but tie rod's going
2: to be massive. Bigger. No, I think I can go inch and three quarter and do it. Oh yeah. Now
0: is the inch and three quarter going to mess up your taper? Like not your taper? Is it going to mess up your offset? So you have an offset off, now.
2: They're offset. It not enough. enough. Yeah, it's offset way more than an eighth of an inch.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, so you'll still cl- clear your diff. Oh Because yeah, that was more the than thing. clear. Yeah. Clearing yeah. the diff cover and the high. I the, think uh, that's what
2: I'm, I'm going to end grand. up doing. It's going to be expensive as Could. fuck. Like the tie rod ends and the inserts are each like $80 a piece. So that's 80 times four.
0: Yeah. Just uh, looking at the, uh, just, just, in, just checking the clock. Just checking the clock ends. here. I know you, you got to run here in about eight minutes. Oh, shit. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> so, but real quick on that whole tie rod topic, because you know, obviously Mike and I can finish this out no problem. Yeah. But um, I was thinking about that. You said that one of the, what do you think, b- reason that it broke this time? was because you slammed it into that rock.
2: That's true. I was watching somebody got it on video. I think it was growing yeah. and it was like my truck lurched forward. The I could tell uh-huh. the right front tire dropped and then it was like oh. and he was like, what's that? <laughs> everybody everybody else in the distance was like, ooh, and I was like, fuck. Because <laughs> so, it was it was interesting because the this time I had steering on the right tire because the drag link was still connected. And then I had hydro steering on the left tire. But it would just move the tie rod in and out, right?
0: Yeah, that was fun trying to, to, to yeah, back that so up. Thank God the rock s- you were on top s- of was nice and flat.
2: Yeah, solution was thank God for two hundred five because it disengaged the rear output, engaged <laughs> the front locker, and put the tire that didn't have any steering on it in gear, basically, and it crawled itself back up onto the rock and straightened itself out. And then we like put all the it reengaged the rear drive and engage the other locking hub and just kind of back the truck off of the not off the rocks but to where it was in a fixable spot and, and <laughs> as steve, far as you
0: could as far as you could back up pretty there much was a giant oh, yeah, behind like a
2: three foot tall rock behind me that my bumper was just resting on right and then steve used his winch to pull the tire straight enough so that we could fit the tie rod back on and it worked yep. out really nicely actually you know it was not too bad of a fix to be honest
0: and then and then Steve used his air compressor to air up the back tire that you flattened yeah, yeah, in the process did. as well.
2: <laughs> yeah, because I have an air compressor in my truck, but it is yeah. not. It's got a knockoff Morflate, which I need to remedy that situation at some point. It does.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. You're, Made you're out of yeah, parts.
2: Before I knew Morflate existed, for the record, I think like.
0: before Morphlate, before before Morflate was even a thing. Probably.
2: Maybe I've had it for it had years. To be close. Yeah. Um, the tire squid, I think, is what it's called for not a more flavor. Tire,
0: tire squid. Ooh. And
2: but I don't have the single tire or fill up connector, sort of. which would be like the easiest thing in the world to do. I just need to make it. But yeah. And, Steve, and, to and I, rescue.
0: And I right. And I already had onboard air just sitting there readily available. Yep. Just back yep. it up to it and fire it, tire it up. Quite it convenient. is nice having that extra compressor on board. It is just nice to have air when you need it.
2: Mm hmm. Oh, so, tell me yeah, about it. I guess the point of that was that onboard air has nothing to do with tie rods. The rear <laughs> tire was so low. Cause I remember I said earlier in the podcast, I dropped the pressure down to eight and a half PSI when we got there, but I had just driven three hours. So the tires were warm. And then I think once they cooled down, the tire pressure dropped to about six and I was in kind of a wonky position. If I had been able to keep driving forward, it would have been fine. It would have just burped a tiny bit of air, but it was stuck in like a wonky position. that was pushing the bead off of the inner bead of the bead lock. So Yeah. yeah. It happens. Not great. So I think I'm going to that- do a uh, gorilla tape band on the inside uh, really? bead of the race lines. Yeah. A lot of people do that for be- bead locks.
1: I don't know why I don't like it. Like when you say that, yeah. it just makes me cringe a little bit. I don't know why. So I just what I did,
0: it. what I did on the forties, you've probably heard me say this before, but Silicone? I used a tube of great stuff. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I might do that not, too. Not just, I'm worried stuff. like I- if I do have to service the tire in the field, am I going to be able to break that loose? I
1: don't know.
2: How do you break a tire? Loose i will once tell you grade stuff? Tell you soon. I think
1: silicone would be easier to break. I'll loose. tell you
0: soon because okay, I, have you're to break, do it. I have to break mine down. Oh, okay. no. So I'll let you know how bad it is, And especially with field tools. That'll be the interesting part because yeah, that's see, always going to suck. I mean, the, so I need to. So you want me to dismount one using my high lift?
2: Try it. The
1: or using one? using whatever you got.
0: Well, I have a bead breaker, so that's not a problem. Well, yeah,
1: the shop, sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: Try, it, try yeah, it with yeah, the high lift, though, Steve. Try it. Try it with the high lift and see if I can
2: get one to and a high lift yeah. just so it's, it's off know. the bumper or something. You know, that won't be bad. See if you can um, get more I'll try on that it. to
0: see how hard it is to get it to, to DB because I, I did not use not great stuff, right stuff from Permatex. Yeah. Um, it's a black, it's a black RTV silicone. Yep, so not the,
2: not the foaming expanding foam. Not, not the oh foam.
0: <laughs> it worked great.
2: <laughs> the tires don't. The tires tire don't work anymore. It, but you know, whatever. How come your tires don't ever bulge? <laughs> <laughs> Completely full. Just reach
3: <laughs> <driving down their laughs> Um.
0: So anyway, I will. I will see about that. But I put that on the back of the bead, and then I fully mounted the tire. The rest away, and that's our uh, RTV is room temperature vulcanizing. So it'll be very interesting to see how it adhered to the actual tire. Yep. But when, but when I got them, they had like a roofing, uh, I think he said they use like a roofing tar or something like that, like a roofing caulk of some sort oh, um, yeah, that yeah. the guys down and down over his way use. And I'm going to tell you right now to getting that stuff off the wheel was very difficult. See,
2: that's, that's the part I don't like about it is that like, okay, yeah, the bead never comes off, but when you do need to take it off to do something, then you got to yeah. clean all that crap off. And that's a pain in the ass. You don't really have to clean it day, unless it's damaged. Clean. And then you break clean it and it's gone it could be could you be may easy. be right about that i don't know right? a lot of people online seem to have good luck with the gorilla tape
0: Half five psi i, I have yet to burp an inside beat i don't know
2: i mean what i'll probably <laughs> do in the long run or in the short term is just i'll try going yeah. wheeling the next time and not air down to eight and a half if i've just driven there because when we were at harlan right. it sat overnight and it was actually at eight and a half psi or whatever i put it at right. so you need to get running you get two minutes. Yeah, Derek. Yeah, it's like it don't how be time. Be I don't know how long takes late, you but you know, whatever.
0: I don't. I and just want to make sure you're Eric,
2: here. Eric broke his fourteen eighty joint on a Super Duty for an axle, which is crazy. <laughs> sure to me. did. No, I mean, you should have seen what he was doing, though. I was in I that
1: group, and he, he was, was doing. He was okay. So we were on the very edge of the property, and I don't know exactly where we were. It almost didn't even look like a trail, but they had thrown a bunch of brush in the line we wanted to take. Because clearly they were like, "You shouldn't go that way." So like, <laughs> well, I guess we'll go this other way. No, he didn't go that way. Okay. So we went this other, it was the only other way to go. And he went first and it was too steep for any of us, including him, but he was like, fuck it, I'm going to do it anyway. And he got up there and it was just gnarly and he is literally just, go ahead, go ahead. He's just, he's lighting it up and it's bouncing and spinning. There's even a photo that kind of shows like what happened and when it happened because mm. it's a picture of all about. four tires spinning and like yeah. the front tires in the air. It's like, then you land on that and kaboom! Caboom. I want to know
0: where was that? You said on the edge of the property, so obviously you guys are close We're to the behind quarry. Behind the quarry, was it over by that building by the shed? There's a house there's and a shed. Houses. There's a brand new shed right there.
3: I, I know. know that we. we was, oh, I know you're Was he sitting about. against a
0: tree? Was there a tree on his driver's side? Not really sitting against it, but just past it.
1: I I can't remember.
0: Okay, there's, a, there's I, an area there, on the edge of the property, and yeah. we
1: could see what looked like an apartment building or like a big house. Like right. just like right over there yeah like you know yeah. what i mean
0: yeah that's i'm pretty sure i know where you're at
1: it was steep it's and very then he steep. broke it and then we were like all right and everyone guys, turned around and go another way. just
0: sit on the ground at ground level yes he, and he was he on this up, big he went up one that has like a straight up and then there's a tree and then there's a flat face right yeah. next to it yeah that sounds yeah. right some people i think call that buzzard's peak
1: okay i mm. think
0: interesting um
1: but i mean literally like when he was broke like his passenger his driver's side was on or, the do not cross line. I mean, that's how close <laughs> to the edge of the property were. We're literally like touching the mm. edge of the property. Yeah, because yeah. it's right
0: there. That that trail's is right, right there. Yep. The the wall just to the just to the right of that. Uh uh-huh. We a bunch of us went up that during um during XJ the Noxia event. Okay. Yeah. We were on that and we were all playing on it and we were able to get up it. But
2: I got to go. Out. I got to go. Hey. I'm D-Man Blues Freak.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm D-Man Blues I'm D-man Freak. on, blues freak. on Instagram.
2: <laughs> Bye, Derek. We'll right. right. see you, Derek. Bye, everybody. Thanks hey. for joining us again. See ya.
1: I'm not even close to done with my beer. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> not that. I mean, honestly, I still got maybe half, maybe three. Like right.
0: There. I guess I can close this. Teams. You could. And uh, turn down his volume. So, yeah,
1: turn down the volume that
0: doesn't exist. Right. His non-existent volume. I'll leave the channel running because that will help me with markers, but I will turn that off. So anyway. Speaking um, of
1: air. Air. Speaking of losing beads. Yes. When we were all stopped and you were bombing around the desert, as we'll call it, somebody, probably Matt, who you were saying was pointing yeah. out everybody's things. He's like, tire's flat. I'm like, uh-huh. nah, I'm like looking at it. I'm just like, low. nah, it's just, you know, I'm only got like six PSI. And he's like, nah, I'm pretty sure your tire's flat. I'm like. <laughs> Okay fine I go grab my gauge and like as I touch the gauge to it it's like and, and <laughs> I'm like let out the last half of PSI that was in there. So I wonder why. Right. So Dave goes and grabs his compressor and you know he, we air it up and I'm like oh, that's weird like why the hell is my tire flat maybe I didn't get my my valve core seated perfectly or something right. and then we take off later and my tires flat again Dave it up and then it, really this it, it kept happening eventually like when we went to the quarry and you, we all kind of split off. Me, Dave Gentry, and who's the other one? Uh, why can't I think of things? What what vehicle? You, Dave oh, Gentry, maybe, maybe Vance. Oh yeah, Vance. Oh Vance. Okay. We uh, the four of us went back behind there, and we we're like, we're just we went and did axle breaker, and then we went and did that wall, and just mm-hmm. a bunch of other stuff. we were just you know bombing around doing stuff, and. uh I just kept losing. Like, it kept going flat. It was just going flat, going flat. Finally, and we're like, just put it up to, like, 20 or something. <laughs> and we did, and it was huh. fine. And I finished the day and loaded it on my trailer, and it made it home. And then the next morning, it was completely flat on the trailer. Okay, so we've got an issue. But I fixed it already. What is it? Uh, well, I don't exactly know what happened. I, I assume that, like, similarly, when Growy, we were in that little rock garden on Red Trail. Yep. I assume that I must have got so twisted up that. I somehow got the inner bead into some some schmutz, yeah, and got some stuff in there because every time that I edited it up, it was leaking from the inner bead. Gotcha. And so today I took it to work, de-beaded just the back cuz yep. fuck taking 32 bolts out. <laughs> <laughs> All I need to do is clean the back of this and we're good. So yeah, I just uh, I just broke the rear bead, cleaned it really nice, let it sit for a while and dry, blew it off with some air, put some tire bead sealer. Bead, not bead sealer. Oh. I, well, I hadn't done it to the other ones and I don't want to do soap. something to one, just whatever the soap is, the yeah, animal you. fat stuff, the, yep. the grease, the goop. Yeah. Put some of that on there and uh popped it back on and I let it sit all day and I didn't lose a single PSI. Yeah, like I'm sure. Seven hours. So, I mean, uh, clearly that's all it was.
0: So probably down at Moonlight?
1: No, I had to have been out here oh, because think- it held air. I put 25 PSI in the oh, tires yeah. and drove it all over the place since then. Right. It definitely happened at the Badlands. Gotcha. I don't know what happened, but the moral of the story is. I always said, I don't really need onboard air because I never Mm -hmm. really have. I never have. I've never Mm -hmm. needed a compressor, like, the only, and I never really air up anymore because I have a trailer. But I learned that sometimes you just do.
0: Dude, it's so nice.
1: You keep telling me to get a more flight, and I'm like, meh. I'm all saying, meh, meh, meh.
0: I'll see if we can get Tyler to get you on. I think Ian should forfeit his.
1: Because he has no use for it at all. <laughs> I
0: mean, he can use a first
1: razor. I guess he could. Yeah. What do you air a razor down to? Is that even a thing with a 12, razor? I don't know. Or you just leave them the same all the time.
0: No. Because when would you on. air it
1: up to drive it home? Yeah. To drive it home, right? Right. When you take it on the, your street in your little town that allows right. golf carts,
0: when you hook the trailer back up to it and take it home. Mm-hmm. Hmm, that's a good question. I don't know.
1: I mean, wouldn't you just leave them exactly where they are all the time? Right. I mean, uh, you wouldn't air up and down your ATV or your dirt bike, right? You just leave them <laughs> wherever they're supposed to be and leave them.
0: Yeah, you're right. So, Ian should
1: forfeit his morpholate.
0: Fact. We should try to work that into the deal. Okay. I'm going to let you do it.
1: You'll let me do it. <laughs> You've no him longer. That's my excuse. I'll go to his house and give him a nuggie.
0: Okay. I like that.
1: Just give him a nuggie. Give me that morpholate. Like, well, Mike, stop while it. You're,
0: while you're there, grab the other microphones.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> why do I have to go there the dog likes you you go there <laughs> dog's gonna attack me I was me. thinking about
0: that today I saw a picture of Nugget on the yeah, I saw on that same and I was picture. like man I should just go there just to go over there
1: he's such a cute dog when he's not attacking me
0: this is the longest I haven't been to Ian's in almost two years
1: yeah that ooh what if the dog did not like you anymore <laughs> fuck that
0: dog
3: You're <laughs> <laughs> saying he hasn't
1: seen you he yeah. saw me every day for a week for months and he hated me right uh, oh man that's funny yeah, what can you do though? I just, this life, do what you do. So I broke very little this wheeling trip. I yeah, broke a, a reflector. Oh, I, I, yeah. no, I didn't break it. I lost a bead, yeah. which I was able to re air up. And the only reason I kept losing air is because there was dirt in the bead. Right. And I broke a reflector on my grill. And other than that, it did great. Apparently, adjusting the steering stops helped. Also, yeah. I didn't beat on it that hard, but. Right.
0: It'll be interesting. But I, I think that was the issue. I think it was binding.
1: Yeah. Oh, there was for sure some binding, right? I guess we'll see next time that I get some wheel speed on something. If I shatter some Dana 44 stuff or not.
0: Right. I think, you know, I was looking at more here on the, on the Googles, you know, just for something else to look at. So we got the TV yeah. over in the, across the room there and he's just looking at this computer screen and I'd look at what about a 40 by 1350, not 59, 1350, 17 SX2. Right there, okay. drive dot com.
1: Okay, drive dot com. Huh? drive dot com. That price isn't even out
0: of line. Do they really oh. have like this? Time based on manufacturer's availability. Ships from directly from manufacturer. I don't know if they're out of stock on those right now or not.
1: Are SX 2s the like extra, like beefy carcass ones? Is that I the Emerson SX SX 2s or tread know. pattern? I can never remember. The tread
0: pattern is different. See the oh yeah, pattern? yeah.
1: It's so it's siping,
0: yeah. It's got siping in it. Okay, and the lugs are split, dude. That's what you want. That's what I basically have currently.
1: You have SXs, or I have
0: SXs. Okay, but I, I, the way I cut them is very oh, similar to what okay, that yeah, is. Yeah. That cut is. Uh, my siping is just a little bigger than theirs.
1: Four fifty tires. That's not, <sighs> not too not terrible. Terrible. I mean, it's not great so sell, either. But like... So
0: get the forties fixed. Sell all five, or sell all five wheels and four tires. Sell the 38s, all five thirty eights and 4 wheels.
1: Wait, wait, wait. You're selling everything and starting fresh wheels and tires?
0: Just sell all of them. Sell the 37s
1: and all their wheels. Are you selling your race lines is what I'm trying to get at? Yeah. Just oh, damn, just, even the race lines. That's what I'm saying.
0: Like. Like sell it, all and, sell it buy, all and then buy a set of KMC beadlocks.
1: Oh, because yeah. you really want that look.
0: And, and a set of these SX2s. Because let's be honest, I don't Dude. drive that much on the street.
1: Dude. Preach, brother. Mm. I'm telling you, God, TSLs do work. I will never yeah. talk shit about a TSL. Sure I loved my bald TSLs. I loved my not that bald TSLs. Oh, so my not quite TSLs.
0: My not quite
1: TSLs? My Truxxas MGs, which are not quite TSLs. But they were In- intercos. They were intercos. Dude, intercos, if you want to go off-road,
0: yeah. just work. Vivid but racing. TSL radials,
1: regular TSL SSRs. I had Truxus. Man, they, I don't, they're they all good.
0: I don't want to buy a new set of wheels and tires, but... At the same time, I kind of want to buy a set of wheels and tires.
1: Okay, so those are bias ply, obviously, right? Yeah. Now, I will say that that's one thing about Interco is they are not the roundest tires. No. If you're gonna run 70 down the interstate, you might have a bad time. Right. But they hook up. That they do. Are you definitely uh, work
0: off-road? That's what they're made for.
1: So are you thinking that versus like a Mickey because you don't want to copy me? Because then I'll just tell everybody, oh, Mickey's are fucking
0: expensive. Steve's copying me. Dude. they were when
1: i bought them they were less than
0: those yeah but a 40 inch mickey right now is 560 a tire <laughs> yeah for your tire uh, yeah funny.
1: expensive
0: yeah. you don't need 40s when you, have, I was, you, you have a jeep when i was looking at these back in the day when they were Why do out you of
1: need stock? 40s run 38s no like my 40s no. you want to be in the cool kids club yeah that's the only reason Thirty-eights would do work and you would have a lower just center of gravity you know i'm right just
0: let it happen i like my clearance
1: it, do, it would be more clearance. The couple of times I diffed out, I might not have had I had 40s. See,
0: that's what it's all about.
1: I'm not going to earn 40s on a day in a 44, though.
0: I diffed out nonstop this trip. I never diff out ever, ever
1: on 40s. You never get that tink? ever? Nope. Never. never.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the only time all weekend it happened is in that one rock, that one like kind of like L-shaped rock garden or a C-shaped rock garden that's off to the side of the quarry.
0: Um, the you know C-shaped- the one. I probably do, but i don't strong mouth. The the first part's oh.
1: pretty easy, then there's a little lull and then it gets kind of intense and then you're just kinda out of it. It's it's quick.
0: Off the quarry. It's like no,
1: just it's like basically in the quarry. I got you. And then you just loop around and you're like wee, and then you just do it again.
3: Wee! <laughs> wee! you We like ride the slide <laughs> down.
1: <laughs> That's great. I don't know where you were when we were doing it. Everyone was know. over there.
0: Yeah, I wasn't I guess I wasn't there.
1: Dave did it right before me because I was talking shit about his black label patties. I was like, You ain't gonna go through that. He like makes full eye contact with me the whole time. He like gets into his truck and like starts doing it. He's still
3: looking at me. He's like, "I'll
1: show you." What of that? And then he didn't make it through. Mm. But he was open in the front. Oh! And then his boy Matt was like, "Hey, Mike, I just wanted to check." Um, he's like, "Did you uh have a front locker when you did that?" And I was like, "Well, well, no, I was welded." He's like, "Did you have a like?" He's, like, I don't know what else he said. He said a bunch of stuff, and it was just basically all saying like. It was basically the fault of his front locker and not because he oh, had Mickey's or not because he had a <laughs> black label patties. Black label
0: patties. But that really was the cause.
1: That's what I said. If we just had like, Mickey
3: Thompson's, it would I was like, matter.
1: yeah, it was just all tire. It had nothing mm-hmm. to do with the fact you didn't have a front locker. Right. That's great. I will admit those black label patties were better than regular far, patties.
0: Yeah, far softer than regular green labels but that is for
1: sure but still patties and i still hate them <sighs> yeah still but even dave didn't like him that much he had a smoking deal he bought him he's like whatever mickey's in the mail mm. he knows what's up
0: those mickeys that are so beautiful and so sticky and so expensive and
1: but not so if you bought expensive but not if you bought them a year and a half ago
0: <sighs> not as much if you bought a year and a half ago
1: <laughs> i
0: can't believe how much they claim that these tires are are like that's just mind-boggling to me what and that this company here vivid this is vivid, vivid racing. Okay, has these for four thirty eight a tire. Okay, but do they really have them? That's what I want to know. Do I want a protection plan?
1: Buy the three year protect protection plan for one hundred and thirty nine dollars. Is that for all tire? four tires? Does that mean that no matter what, you're they're going to send you a new it's, tire? Come on, they just like literally sh- stick it in the mail immediately, free shipping. Yeah, It's not gonna I happen. blew the sidewall out on a rock, and they're like, <laughs> it's already in the mail, bro. It's already
0: in the mail. They're like, you'll cust- have that
1: tire next day air Best
3: customer
0: service ever They're like oh you're so, going wheeling
1: in two days done we'll mail it to the off-road park for you we'll airlift that <laughs> shit
0: uh i have to fill in the address to get a shipping quote but currently that's $1,750 in tires
1: okay so a couple grand after all said and done right Oof, yeah so
0: more than a couple grand $2,500 wheels and tires Probably oh, least, wheels! Oh, least. no, no,
1: no! You'll be way more if you buy wheels. That's seventeen hundred dollars. I think
0: the KMCs were four fifty a wheel. So you're
1: going to be four thousand dollars wheels and tires. I'm not going to lie; that makes me kind of sick. That's a lot. If I had to buy all my stuff today, it'd be four grand. But I bought it in 2020 prices, not 2021 prices. Yeah, that's the trick. You just need to go back in time and buy your shit. You know what? That's a good idea. Or Wait for the market to collapse, man. Readjust. I mean, I'm not Things gonna buy Things can just a be day. expensive forever.
0: It's not like I'm putting an order in today. The they can, in fact, be expensive forever. It can happen
1: as long as somebody's willing to buy it. It can be expensive forever, right?
0: You know, I hope for my sake that the market does readjust at some point, but I don't know that it will. I don't know that the market may not go back go back down, but prices of everything else may come up with it, and then everything will feel like. It won't feel like it's as It'll expensive.
1: feel better because everything's more expensive.
0: Right. And you'll get paid a little more. Oh. Like your your pay will increase as well over time. Will it? With time. You know? Oh.
1: Yeah. Good. Maybe, if I
0: can't
3: lucky. wait.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait for that, that pay increase to adjust for uh, inflation. January 1st. Magic. For me. Magical pay increase <laughs> for you. Yeah. When you own the company, you can give yourself a raise.
0: Uh, I give the company a raise, not myself. Just need to hey make man, sure, as
1: long as somebody's getting a raise,
0: make sure the bills are getting paid. Um, yes. New tires and wheels would be nice on the old Loki. You know what else it needs? It needs lots of things before wheels
1: and tires. Wheels and tires work just fine on that thing. Oh, I've every, seen a wheel. Every set, every set, every set I have. Yeah, just put some on there. It works. And I got three sets of wheels and tires. So, so. do something else to it. What's the next thing? Cage. Next thing, wall rockers. Did Bray ever say like when he's going to start taking work again?
0: We talked about January. Yeah. So I okay. do. he and I need to I didn't want to talk about him to him on the wheeling trip because I'm like, we're wheeling.
1: Yeah. And so. Can't talk too much of business while you're wheeling.
0: Yeah. No need to. And come January, we'll just have to figure out what pricing is going to be for sure.
1: steel. Oh, yeah. Steel's gone up. we are going to
0: need a new quote. Uh, mm-hmm. Last time I, he was saying less than $2,500. we will see what it looks like now. Yeah. And that was like mid steel hike. So we'll see. Um. Yeah, so we'll get the, hopefully maybe get some rockers put on it. That might be my like December hellbent. I don't know.
1: Yeah, you got to do that before it is the cage. So they're going to tie in. <sighs> yeah, they're yeah. going to tie in.
0: So I need to get that figured out. I've been really considering bringing the welder here. I was like, go Just- wash go wash the Jeep on the trailer, bring it here, drop it off, and then park it where the KJ is. Put the KJ in the shop mm-hmm. and put a tarp over it because I already have the tarp for it. Put the tarp over the KJ.
1: I've been telling and you this, man. Then, I mean, you got all the space. I gotta put more. You have a huge building.
0: Yeah, I gotta put more light
1: in the garage. That's true, but like l- yeah. literally two units isn't for that. It's tiny. Yeah, like, just like two little strips. Like two, seven. Like what? Okay, but I'm just saying <sighs> it's all you need. So
0: throw in a throw in a handful of lights in that
1: garage. Yes, it would be, be very simple. No big deal. It would be pretty simple.
0: And then, um, yeah, then I'd have it in that in that garage, the two car garage there, which would be as big as I have at home. That's the same size what I have at home,
1: except for there's nothing else in it. That's yeah, right. Exactly. Your wife's car isn't mm-hmm. in there, competing for space, yeah, including
0: <laughs> tools. Yes, that's the only issue. Is that have tools fine.
1: here? Well, bring the tools too. You got to uh, pick up truck and some time do it. Golly! I don't want to bring everything in the garage here. Just so do your work here, and you have to do it at home in your two car garage and your wife's two car garage. Then
0: I would never be home.
1: Okay, if that's you're if you're home. at home, mm-hmm. and you're working on your jeep, then are you at home or are you working on your jeep?
0: Working on my jeep at home.
1: Oh, so your kids out there with you <laughs> grinding away yes no so I'm just saying there's no <laughs> I think
0: I think my biggest concern is having it here and it'll be a distraction
1: oh you think you'll get less polishing done yeah I mean maybe you know oh no you gotta dedicate time man you gotta say That's I'm gonna it. do this and at this time it's Jeep time and then I spend like an yep. hour here and then I go home think if you spend just an hour a day oh my working gosh. on a Jeep how much time how much shit you'd get done right. right
0: quite I would assume if my
1: that. shop was heated at home and well lit Yes. I would get so much more done than I do right now. The only time I even worked on that LS recently is because it was like a beautiful 60 degree weekend and I was like, oh, I'm going to start working on it. It And then it got cold or then it got rainy or then it got dark and I'm like, nah. But if it's whatever the weather outside is and whatever the brightness outside is, that's what it is in my shop. It's a sunny 70 degree day. It's sunny and 70 in my shop. And if it's dark and cold, it's dark and cold. Yes. It's not ideal. No, it's certainly not. What can you do?
0: Insulate your shop. Nah,
1: (laughs) there's no money for that. I'm about to have a kid. I don't know what my budget's going to be like here pretty soon. All right. Hopefully it's not too bad, but I'm concerned. It'll be fine. Everybody keeps saying that, but until it happens, I don't know if I'm ever going to believe them. (laughs) Like, oh, you have a kid. It's fine. I'm like, no, it's not. All my money was mine before. (laughs) I mean, you're right. Like
0: it's, I don't know. It's hard, but it's wonderful at the same time. Trust me.
1: No, I mean, I believe I believe that. Yes. I believe it'll be wonderful. i just, it'll be wonderful. But you're going
0: to have less money slightly. Just make Patty pay for everything.
1: That's a great idea. If she would just get herself a damn job, (laughs) right? (laughs) Your turn. Yeah, you're trying to pay the bills. Go use that PhD and get big money job, big dollars.
0: And then she's like, "Okay, Mike, we have to move." No,
1: yeah, I know. Yep, this was going to happen. Then, then
0: everything will be remote.
1: Yep, bullshit. Yeah. She'll be my sugar mama, but from in some other state.
0: She's gonna, <laughs> she's gonna be your sugar mama, but you'll be in a different state where she all, will.
1: All of those things. All of those things. Okay. All of those things. We will all be in a different state. Me and my wife and my child. Okay, but she'll be making bank. Yes.
0: I don't know. Is it worth it? Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, guess so. Did we talk about all the things on the?
1: You know, I feel like we kind of. I feel like we kind of hit everything. We talked we, about yeah. all the brakes, the the stuff, the wheeling, the the trail. I think we hit on everyone was there.
0: I will say about trailering. Now that I have my setup more set up, like more dialed in, it is so nice. I put that thing on the trailer and strapped it down in like five minutes flat.
1: Oh, you mean because you know exactly where to put it? Yeah, I know exactly if where to put it. If you always use the same trailer, same trucks and yep. everything, it's, it is. It's it's super simple. When I do yep. snow day, I'm always like, I need all this time. I'm like, I left work early to load it, right? Because I right. was like, I need daylight. And then it, I literally like, doop, 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 like five, like you said, like five minutes. Because yep. all the straps are even already at the right length. Because yep. I don't like.
0: In all my straps, I cut them short and and seared the edges. Yep. Or the seared the edges. So everything's nice and small, compact, like front straps are these straps. And like my straps are different types of straps. Mm-hmm. So like I, one is like a keeper brand. And so it, sa- it has that like written on the strap. So I know which ones are which. Yep. I actually like the rear straps better and they're just some cheapy $12 strap, mm. but they're night. they're not, they're a lot softer. Yeah. And uh, so I know which ones are which. And so I just pull them out of the bed of the truck. Throw them on the trailer and then just like super quick, just latch them It's like five cl- five clicks and it's all tightened down.
1: Imagine once you have a toolbox on the trailer that the oh straps are already in. I used to keep mine in the shop and that was the worst part is I had to literally like walk the shop and carry all the straps in my arms oh, and no. flop them on the trailer. Mine or a bag. Okay, that's good too. Yeah. As mine, long as you have them somewhere, it's easy. I but went like to, like to when Harbor Freight on the trailer already. It's like
0: poof. I went to Harbor Freight and bought a Bauer tool bag. And put all four straps in there. And then the pockets on the inside of the bags, I put all my bungees in one of the pockets. Nice. So you so got like, a nice setup. It's all, yeah, everything's in there. It's just, perfect. All you gotta do is just pull it out. The, I'm putting it on the trailer for the first time, you know, when you're heading out or whatever, that yeah. takes the longest because I have all the straps stowed away. Yes. But once I, yeah, from there at the park, dude, it was literally, it was in the dark. I literally just rolled it up on the trailer. I didn't even pull the ramps out. It already had the wood blocks underneath the back where I keep them mm-hmm. from pulling it off there. And I was like, Hey, it's already in four low. I just drove it up on the trailer. In it four has a low. dove? No.
1: You know, I was thinking about that. I un- When I unloaded Snowday, I didn't use ramps. So I was like, fuck it. Everyone keeps saying, why do you use the ramps? So I was right. like, I guess I won't and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. The back was totally fine, but the front definitely came down on the bumper or on the, my my skid plate. It was like, "Dude, Oh, really? Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow. well, maybe that's not the best. But-
0: well, I have a lot more clearance up front than you do. Yeah. Because I don't have lace rings. Exactly. Right. Um, yeah, I just pulled up to it and pulled it right on there. It shook the truck more than I would like. Mm. So, like, ideally, I would have the emergency or the parking brake set on the truck. Oh, absolutely,
1: set the parking brake. Yeah,
0: I don't usually set it because I don't usually jar the truck around very much. I just always with hit. ramps. With ramps, it doesn't move.
1: So, it shouldn't move much.
0: It doesn't move much. Yeah, but like yeah. when you're trying to pull a vehicle around with no ramps, as soon as it like kind of pulls up on there, oh yeah,
1: it definitely does. Some, yeah, does some things. But either way, yes. Once you have. A specific truck and trailer setup. You know exactly where on the trailer to put your rig. You your straps are already the right length, dude. It's it's golden. It's amazing. It always feels such a good feeling.
0: Yep. You jump on the and then when you get on the road, you already know that everything's good.
1: Yep. You never you don't have any like worry like is this gonna be like too much tongue load (laughs) or not enough? No. It's like nope. I just know exactly where to put it and it's smooth sailing. It's
0: nice to have towed. I don't know how many times I've towed lately. Five times in the last
1: two months. What does that trailer need? Just like a deck and good to go deck. That's it? I mean, it needs more than that. You rewired it. You did like what yeah. bearings and brakes and all kinds of stuff. I didn't do did that. You? I just checked the bearings.
3: Oh, Everything was good everything? already.
0: I think I did the bearings a long time ago. I re- went through and re-greased everything a while back. Um, No, that's not the case. No, I just pulled it apart and just inspected everything. I did re-grease, I think, one bearing that was a little bit off, but the rest of them were great. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. And then greased them or like then put them back together. Put those. Uh, I put those bearing buddy caps on there that have the spring loaded oh, grease it has a zerk on it yeah. and then it's spring loaded so it pushes the grease in there as mm-hmm. it warms up Um, I put the bearing buddy caps on there and made sure all the bearings were nice and tight and checked and the brakes were good so then I oh my god having a brake controller just just dialing in the tow rig setup <laughs> for the longest time I was like I just want a rig that I can drive to the trail and from the trail because it's so much easier and I'm not like digging around with all this stuff well now that I'm getting everything dialed in towing wise now I'm like, okay, now I get it. Like, it's actually easy.
1: The hardest part is when you know that you're going to be on your gravel driveway and you set the trailer brakes to two, and then you get on the road and you need to come to a stoplight, and you're like, why is this stopping? <laughs> and you're like, oh shit, oh shit. And here we he reach down, like, trying to adjust it. I pulled the trailer around empty when I went to go pick some stuff up,
0: and I was like, and I had the trailer brakes really dialed back. Yep. And I went to stop, I'm like, why is this thing not stopping? Like, oh yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. The worst part Super is forgetting easy. to reset your trailer brakes to the proper level <laughs> for your load. <laughs>
0: if only it had its own adjustment it just knows yeah
1: it feels the tongue weight and it's like it's feeling like (laughs) a five (laughs)
0: you're not stopping uh um yeah so it was uh it was good as a good week in wheeling i didn't break anything that i know of
1: it's always always makes
0: crunchy noises so i'm always worried that something broke but i can't ever find it
1: I was so happy to not break that front axle. I swear oh. every time I go off road, I have to take the Dana 44 part. I'm like, every time I'm just like, what am I doing? Like, I think about the 14 bolt and I yeah. look back there. I'm like, still there. Still there. How many times have I done anything to it? Never once since does I installed the, it, except yeah. I did put a rear cover on it. Yeah, I, I was going
0: to say, does the smiley face need repainted? The smiley face needs <laughs> repainted. It. Yeah,
1: it's like, oh, I need to touch up my spray paint. <laughs> yeah, my tss. yeah. That's, all. that's it. You don't do anything to it. It's just like, I'm fine. I'm a 14 bolt. The Dana forty four is like mm, I am going to need constant attention to my outers. I am going to ooh need a bulge. Ooh the himes are loose. Ooh the bearings are bad. Ooh the yeah. hubs. Ooh, like what the, the hell? It's like everything, man. Yeah. But I don't think a Dana sixty would be much different. I yeah you're probably in the because same because the boat. old school axles require so much maintenance. They do. There is just a like it's a parts. ton of little parts. Whereas like mm-hmm. the new ones are unit bearings. Granted, they're expensive, but it's like slap it. Yeah,
0: who was it? That posted the other day about the unit bearing about replacing a unit bearing. Um, that was a year old.
1: Oh, like Was it from, Dave? M- somebody, I, I somebody should have uh, remember seeing that.
0: Somebody was like, well, no, it wasn't Dave. Somebody said they were replacing you, but unit bearing. It might have been Mitch Kanak. Okay. Knack? Knack. I don't know.
1: It's probably not Kanak. It's it may probably Knack.
0: I don't know. The I don't KN. Know. N- yeah.
1: It n- could be. Is an N sound. The K is silent. No, it's Kanak. Sounds so much like Kanook.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the company that makes the the uh, boxes, the the knack. The, the boxes like yeah. the, the construction boxes is pronounced Kanak. you're serious yeah, from what i understand That's far-fetched <laughs> steven i don't know i got the information from my uncle so it's hard to say but
1: your uncle doesn't know how to pronounce words
0: so. right well it, <laughs> it was something about running into the owners
1: oh, okay well i guess it's possible it's possible mm-hmm. but either way
0: nonetheless mitch um so somebody was saying that they had a unit bearing it was a year old it was a redrilled Oh, and, that sucks. Then
1: you get the new one Yeah.
0: And they were they were like, oh, you're old. Gotta replace it. I was like, oh, damn. That sucks. Did like, he buy are, OE? I have no idea. That's the like thing. Like I'm thinking like
1: 400 dollars
0: yeah. for aftermarket.
1: Oh. Uh, yeah. No wonder he right. didn't buy OE. That's the thing. Like that. Don't <laughs> <knowing laughs> me wrong. I would just buy a Temkin, but the Temkins are probably the OE. Right. And they're probably expensive as hell. Um Ford
0: F-250 unit bearing upgrade <laughs> upgrade shop advanced auto parts
1: they they sell sure Timken. see what yeah see what advanced auto parts sells it for it's gonna ask you to select
0: uh,
3: 11
1: bucks uh
0: there's a moog drive works koyo that's the timkin knockoff koyo is what uh toyota uses, isn't it
1: i don't think so oh really if they do i've never seen koyo on anything okay
0: i thought koyo's the
1: there are too many options here, me. man. You got to like limit it down to like your year making model. You're just like Tim all over right the there. place. It's anywhere from like a hundred. <laughs> it's anywhere from a hundred to seven hundred dollars.
0: That one says Timken.
1: Seven hundred dollars. Yeah. That is the most expensive unit bearing ever. Wow. That's as expensive as buying like two Dana 44s for a unit bearing. Can
0: you order it without without uh, ABS?
1: I would sure hope so. Probably not, though, because why would they? Why would that I... bearing exist? Because they all had ABS, right? Even though you're just gonna cut the cord off immediately.
0: I mean, maybe although I would assume all F two fifties had ABS.
1: Anything O like five a plus?
0: 2005.
1: Yes, an O five plus Super Duty. Even if it doesn't have ABS, it's probably the wheel speed sensor. On the front? Maybe. I, hmm. I don't know. Like, okay, your ninety nine, no, I'm sorry, your two thousand crew cab right. don't the fronts. Yeah. Don't they use that for wheel speed. I'm pretty sure I they do. Don't know. I it don't might, know Okay. That. It might not be for the trans... Like the speedometer. It might not be for the speedometer, but it definitely uses it. ABS and crash related ABS. Yeah. But I think it's still... Re- I don't know. Hmm. I don't know if your are on it or not.
0: I know the O3 Liberty does not have ABS and does not have... The wheel bearing does not have a
1: cable going to it. That just sucks if you have to pay extra for the sensor you're not going to use. Right. Like Super Duty unit bearing. Man, I those are expensive. Can you imagine spending fourteen hundred dollars on two bearings? You know how much a full set of bearings costs for a Dana forty four? Like, yeah, 40, bucks, fifty bucks. For 40, 50 tops, bucks. Maybe, <laughs> maybe if you buy the best six, ones,
0: six ninety five. We can rebuild the entire front end, and I mean everything: wheels, seals, ball, ball joints, uh, uh, center section,
1: <laughs> new new air locker gears for, for both wheel bearings. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm for just being for, for fourteen hundred dollars. But yes, for fourteen hundred dollars <laughs> is that's god stout. that is intense fourteen hundred dollars for two Timken bearings
0: that is i want a
1: super duty 60 a little bit less now
0: yeah that hurts
1: that definitely hurts. can we just
0: go to the junk here and get some oe unit bearings
1: yes but as long as you're there just grab the whole axle because it's, it's like a hundred bucks <laughs> so just grab the whole thing
0: yeah you can All buy the spare parts you can you buy you an yeah. entire an entire axle you can hub buy the hub Complete <laughs> for by, half the
1: price. Four of them for the price of a wheel
3: bearing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Depending where you get it, yeah, right. Back in the day, Coltus sold all solid axles. They were seventy five bucks. It was like, oh, was yep. it a solid axle? Seventy five bucks. When I, I those my, days.
0: yep, when I bought my uh my f or my forty four and my nine inch, seventy five bucks.
1: Those were the days.
0: Yep, I got the axles. I got both axles and coil springs up front for that. One hundred fifty bucks. Yep nice mm-hmm. what a deal i know would have been better if there were four tens right out of the box but they were 373 355s
1: the rear end that's in the chevy the 14 yeah. volt semi-floater Coltus 75 bucks damn yep oh well yeah those days are long gone man yes they are yep everybody knows that everybody wants axles now back in the day it was like oh you just need an axle for your pickup whatever now it's like oh you want it for something custom you gonna pay
0: Exactly. Sucks. You know, just parts are going up. Prices are going up. They're paying more for vehicles. So that is the way of the world. Mm -hmm. It just goes Mm -hmm. up a little bit at a time. We just deal with it. You want to wrap this thing and get out of here?
1: We should. Mm -hmm. I still need a ride home. Mm
0: -hmm. Make sure that you go check out the Patreon. It's where you get extra content that you don't get here.
1: Nobody has any fun over there, though. You're probably right. I mean, it's just like... I, I, that's probably the best way to describe the Patreon. It's like
0: <laughs> the Patreon currently is just us screwing around before we get started on the podcast, and then you have the chat group where everybody is just wild all the time. And then you should check out some of the partner companies. If you need anything uh, for your vehicle, go check out Complete Off Road. If you need anything recovery related, check out crawleroffroad.com. com. If you need anything um, like the fabrication parts, check out Off Road Anonymous. And if you need to do some inflation and deflation things, you should check out Morflate m o r r f l a t e M O R R F L a T E.com. Should I'm about to? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's send the mic that way. I know a couple of you have already picked up some more and are enjoying them already. So, uh, those are the partner companies and go, if you need anything else, go check out total Podcast.com. You can find Derek at D man blues freak on Instagram. I think it's all one word. No underscores. I think it's. Yeah. D man
1: blues freak. I'm sure once you start starch, 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 starch D Man yeah, starch certain.
0: And then you find Mike at Mike. So funny.
1: It's mostly RC stuff, but every now and then there's some <laughs> truck stuff in there. <laughs>
0: you can check out his cool RC stuff. He's out in their hobby. And uh, you can find me at uh, Loki, low underscore X, low underscore K E E underscore X J.
1: Too complicated. Indeed. Change it. I shall. Okay. Probably not. Just kidding. Yes.
0: And <laughs> total underscore road underscore podcast is the main Instagram account. So go check those out if you want some more content. And Mike, do you have any last words?
1: You know, whenever I have last words, you don't ask. And yes. have to, you have to say, damn it. And the podcast. Yes. And whenever I haven't thought of a damn thing, you always <laughs> ask me if I have any last words.
0: <laughs> I hit the pause button and give you a second.
1: Did you hit the pause button? No, I haven't. Oh. But I could. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, I, have, I have done zero planning for this moment. What are your last words? Give oh, the people the words. My last words are, by Timken bearings. Oh, all right.
0: I figured you were going to say, clean the inside bead.
1: Clean the inside bead. <laughs> you don't need to clean it unless it comes off. Well, this is true. If, if it's still clean. on there, there's no dirt in there. This is true. But Timken um, bearings are good. Yes, they are. And that's, usually and, kind of expensive, but usually better.
0: And sometime Tim can, sometimes Timken, sometimes Timken is not available. Uh, if you're working on aftermarket Toyota parts, and I believe that's where Koyo comes into play. So Koyo is also a good bearing.
1: I have never even heard of that brand. K-O-Y-O. I believe you, but I've never heard of it.
0: I think when I was ordering parts for my Jeep, I said something about Koyo, or maybe uh, Chris said something about it. So we were kind of discussing that back and forth, or maybe maybe it was Brian Mize. Said something about Koyo. But either way. Could be. Nonetheless, they were, they still came highly. Rec- I think it was Brian. He was talking about Toyota parts. Um, And they came highly recommended. He said they were still, they were great bearings. So if he says they're good, sounds good to me. Perfect. But who am I to say differently? Run good bearings. Don't run trash off of Amazon unless you really know what they are.
1: Unless you like rebuilding your rear end or front is, end. Is Moog,
0: is Moog garbage
3: now?
1: I haven't known anything about Moog since like the early two thousands. I don't, really? I don't know. Are they, are they good? Are they bad? No it used idea. to be federal mogul was like the mother company and Moog was like the sub company. And oh, really, and that was like, you heard federal mogul and you're like, Oh, that's probably a pretty good part. But anymore, yeah, I don't even mess with aftermarket stuff. Usually Yeah, like if I'm buying parts from my Dana axle, I literally go get Spicer parts. If I buy GM part, like, my 08 Sierra needed ball joints. Yeah. I bought OEM GM. I didn't buy AC, <laughs> AC Delco. I bought OEM GM, GM. ball What's joints.
0: The, how much more were they? A lot more. A lot more.
1: Yes. Wow. Oh. Because I wanted, I was like, oh, 125,000 miles and they're just starting to get loose. Let's do that again.
0: Yeah, let's do that again.
1: And they're not even greasable.
0: Yeah. not wild? Yeah. 125,000 like, miles of jumping up and down, moving all the time.
1: I get as much OEM as I can. There's nothing better than an OEM part. Do.
0: Does the OEM part, is that, is that an A part then? So like you're saying, it's not an AC Delco, it's an OEM.
1: It's not even like, I don't even know if A is how you describe it. It's literally the part that came on the truck when it was new. Right. And AC Delco is a replacement part.
0: But like we talked about the headlights being like the parts house get one grade. Oh
1: yes, I see what you're saying.
0: Yeah. So do you think that those, that the ball joints that the manufacturer get, that the, that the dealership gets are the, the highest tier the, of ball joint that comes off the line? Absolutely. Okay.
1: Yeah. just and like the probably, bulbs you buy at the dealership are the best bulbs,
0: and they probably re- that probably relates down the
1: line, and that's why they last for a lot of miles. That's wild. OEM parts, there's nothing better because they have the pole. They yeah they they they, they get the stuff that comes off the line first. Right. The the stuff that met every single okay. It's the same as buying a Yukon shaft or a USA standard gear. They are the same. Yes, but somehow the Yukon shaft. Perform Met better. a tighter tolerance, or yes. perform better, or whatever test they give it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it passed with flying colors. And the other ones, they were like, "Meh, we can sell these two.
0: Yeah, they're still good. It just didn't meet the same criteria.
1: There's something about it, but yeah. like holding them next to each other, you can't ever tell the difference,
0: right? Yep. Yeah, very interesting. Very, very interesting.
1: So I say buy Temkin parts, but really, what I'm saying is <laughs> By OEM okay, parts. <laughs> okay. Are you going to keep your rig and wheel it forever? buy the best part you can possibly get. Are you trying to get rid of it as fast as possible and you don't really care and you just need to slap it together by the cheapest part you can get? Yes. That's what I tell everyone about everything. They're like, "Oh, my car needs an (laughs) alternator. I'm like, well, are you going to keep this car or is this a piece of trash you're trying to get rid of? Because you could spend a hundred bucks or four hundred bucks on an alternator. It all depends on what you're going to do with it.
0: That is true. So, yeah. Cool. Well, there's Mike's last words. Buy nice parts if you're going to keep your shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. (laughs) And on that note, thanks for joining us for episode 103. And as always, we'll catch you on the trail. (laughs) Mail call. Got a box here from josh anderson and it says open on the podcast you actually
1: know it's from him yes that's atypical of most packages that arrive here for us
0: i think it well yeah because it always
1: is just like mystery is it, return address is that
0: worse than should i actually point it away from me
1: I, I would point it towards that wall okay
0: i'm gonna point towards that wall i'm just saying uh, even if you know who it's said, from
1: you never know what it's gonna be he
0: said open it on or he said check your front porch and then i did and this was out there
1: so oh. like he got a, he got a So you assume it's from living. him because of that. What the fuck is this? What the hell? <laughs> why why is it chips? I don't know. What the hell? <laughs> what, what what is this? Some sort of what? It's okay. Hold with, on. Oh my god! Ruffles. There's so many things in here. Chili cheese flavored potato who, chips.
0: Who packs? Who who uses what? chili cheese chips as packing materials?
1: What what? Is I don't that,
0: know. R- I got a rough country sticker. Rough country
1: decal. Yeah. That oh, reminds me. Of- there's another decal. <laughs> this is one of his
0: decals. This is the new Miller Life. I love MILFs and Miller. Wow. <laughs> the Miller High Life that's decal. That's
3: awesome.
0: I got a Sawzall blade.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, if that's not a sign, I don't a know used, what it is. A used
0: Sawzall blade. That says on it. Uh, thanks. Thanks.
1: <laughs> okay i'm sorry steve you're really not gonna say what it has you it's know i have to say it it says more
0: sawzall less research that's not a sign i think anybody listens to this podcast knew what it said
1: i'm just saying
3: okay
0: that's all of it well and i also got my tac life um charge pack back that we that i left left in his truck when we went to uh lord have mercy must have been good grief what trip was it it must have been up in uh michigan oh okay october first week of october
1: <laughs> wow you've been missing that for a little <laughs> two, while two
0: months i can't believe it's tac life tac life is the brand you i know, know, know
1: but i mean it's one old years we've been talking about uh, tac life and then a brand actually comes out called tac life i
0: know and the shitty part is it's no longer a thing oh
1: no that's the
0: last of it
1: dang. I-, I was
0: gonna buy some more of their stuff and i didn't get to it, it was actually really good this thing works great
1: oh it's been in his house it?
0: for two months And I charged my phone on it while I was up there and it's still 82%.
1: Maybe he charged it for you.
0: No, he doesn't have the charger.
1: Okay, so it's just (laughs) awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it just works.
0: So thank you, Josh, for sending me this. I will put this Miller MILFs.
1: But mostly thank you for these chili cheese cheese ruffles potato chips. Yes. It's my consolation prize for having to watch you open a box with your stuff you already owned in it. (laughs) At least I get chili (laughs) cheese chips. (laughs) Love it.